Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Pass Radio, America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. It's Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Scott Casper with you and uh, in the studio with Tony Wank. Tony, you've got some uh, in-studio guests this week. Who are they? Yeah, we got Matt George, who's the promoter of the, formerly the promoter of the Davenport races that I've taken over, the vintage flat track races. 30th year we did this this past Friday. Pretty what a, awesome. What a fun time. Yeah, I, it was. I, this year... Unlike last year, I really had a good time. First of all, the sound system was dialed in. <laughs> well, when you're the announcer, that pretty much is all you care about is that you can people can hear you. No, I also care about the safety of the racers. We had well, one. I that, but. We had one bad on uh, turn three. Okay, and you went over there in your golf cart and acted like you're concerned, and uh, mm-hmm. which was neat because uh, I've never seen you act. Like you were concerned, but it wasn't uh, that big of a crash. No, it, it was a, it was a crash, and a crash is never good, especially guy, on a half guy mile. Guy laid but, around for a, a while. Well, he he did contemplate getting back on the motorcycle, so he, he wasn't. Yeah, bad so. bad choice by him. Anyway, we had a great time. Who were my co-announcers? Uh, you had Kevin Waters, who was uh, a DJ for a local radio station in Stewart, Iowa. Yep, and yep. then you had uh, Dave Derringer, who's a Yamaha rep now, been around the industry for 100 years. He did a he great does, job. Both yes. of them did a great job. We had a wonderful time. I and thought I, it was a good balance between you, three different too. styles. I did, too. Mine was n- like no style, and they had style. Yeah, which is they complement each other. It really? Uh, obviously, it was it was a great night. So I just want to thank you um, for stepping up for, on behalf of the racers because they had a great night, too. Thank you. It was good. If you ever listen to NASCAR announcing, or, or better yet, the, the the radio production yeah. of NASCAR, how the, the announcers compliment each other and they just they bring you, you know, you're listening to them as they're coming around, and then they they change the, the pitch and the tone of their voice and sure. everything, and then you guys were nothing like that at all, actually, not at all. But no. uh, <laughs> it was very. It's, actually, it's completely different. <laughs> 
But no, it was thank good. you so much. It was good. I actually, was I got wondering a, where you're going with I got that, a but. lot of compliments on you three, actually, wow. I, I, which I took full credit for. For Sure. Yeah. Um, also, we have Jason Hightritter, who's from Western Power Sports Fly now Racing. Now, you're saying Hightritter. Mm-hmm. Is it like Critter? Actually, it's much similar to uh, Hightritter. <laughs> Jason? I've actually heard of Jason because he's with Western Power Sports. Sure. He's a distributor for one of our, our big sponsors, and that, of course, is Fly Racing. Yep. Jason is, is the rep here in Iowa and in Nebraska. Is that right, Jason? You can you can actually speak. You don't have to nod. It's, it's radio. You're enjoying the show. It's not, it's not TV. You're enjoying the show, which is... Unlike most of the people actually listening, they're not enjoying the no, show. No, I wouldn't no, blame them. No, 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 no. But um, Jason and I have been in uh, a lot of. We always seem to run into each other at dealerships and stuff. And uh, yeah, Jason's Jason's an enthusiast, and you know, he texted me the other day about what do you think of this one twenty five, and so he's into it. He's he's uh, definitely invested in the sport, and um, obviously, you know, he makes his living off of it, calling on dealers and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but I so. mean, to ask you what your opinion is on a 125, seriously? Have you seen how much this guy weighs? I've seen him ride a 125. I know, it's not pretty. It's like ride, me riding a 50. Actually, I can run a 125 still. It's like, it sounds like a, I'm skinning a cat alive, but, <laughs> and I have to put a top in in it every single ride. Every but time, yeah. I I'll thought sh- you put a 250 motor in that. I'll shred Pretend that thing, won't like I? It was <laughs> right? I shred them. I, I can do her. This is uh, Momentum. Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, brought to you in part by our friends at uh, Hicklin Power Sports. Of course, you can find all the great brands you know you love at Hicklin Power Sports, onboard financing, and uh, just really, really good people at Hicklin Power Sports. Look for them online at hicklinpowersports.com online. There you go, Tony. Yeah, good plug. Um, so a little backstory here between Matt and me. Uh, we... Uh, I, uh, I I bought the racetrack in Winterset, Riverside Raceway, in the spring of 15. You know, I originally started that racetrack. Right. And um, and so I bought it back in the spring of 15. Joe Chrismore, good friend of mine, was tired, didn't want to run it anymore. It, it didn't, happens. Didn't make the money it used to make back in the heyday. So I sold it before it got really good, and then I bought it back after it wasn't very good. So I'm a real genius, right? Well, you but, sell uh, low and buy high. Well, I did the opposite. But, uh, yeah, no, I did that, yeah uh so uh but anyway we um uh the neighbor we have the the racetrack the entire time it's been in existence has leased the uh the field to the north basically for parking and sometimes you need it sometimes you don't but it was only half the field that we would lease and the rest would be in farm ground right and so the uh um you know for like loretta's qualifiers and good turnouts you got to have that parking and that was kind of the place where everybody kind of wanted to park because it was usually the driest um, so the guy that owned it had changed hands a couple times too, like my racetrack had. And, uh, the guy approached me and said, are you, you the new, new owner? And I said, yeah. And he said, well, I, I, I need to sell this property, um, to you because I'm going to do something different. I said, bad timing, but I just spent all my money on this racetrack and it's going to take me a while to heal and, and get, get my checkbook built back up or whatever. And, uh, he, uh, he said, sorry, I'll give you. I'll give you like till winter and then you're going to have to commit or I'm going to sell it to somebody else and no tell them they're going to lease it to you. And so at the time it was six grand an acre. And I thought that was absurd. No, I actually, Winterset Farm Ground, I think that's probably a pretty good deal. That's about what it's going for now. Okay. But this is a few, couple of years ago and, and prices did spike and they're starting to decline again. But at the time um, I was, I was really up put off by it i didn't want to spend that kind of money i i, I talked to my dad who's still alive at the time and he said 
You need to buy it. The prices are going to be there before you know it. Just bite the bullet and buy buy the thing. Go borrow the money, whatever you have to do. So I did. I asked Matt George here, um, knowing that he was, even though they have, like, they're the, they have this racetrack on the south side of town that's private, you know, and I've been invited to every single racetrack and facility, and I'm like the, you know, everybody knows Tony and everybody likes Tony, except for the Georges, apparently, because right. they had never invited me, they don't like that. ever invited me to anything, which I had begged for an invitation at one point and didn't right. get one. That's because we don't want a motocrosser beating us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, of course. Sure. You flat tracker. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, no, I, I, I got a hold of Matt and didn't really know him that well or at all really, but at that time, but he came down very gracefully, uh, gave his time several days, laid out, um, a, a short track and we, cause I thought, we'll we'll just run a short track, try to make some money, something different, vertical promotion for me. Let's let's run it at the same time as the motocross. I've already got the, the lady at the front gate taking the money. You know, the concession stands open, the sign up sheds open. We're there. We've got the porta potties. Everything you know, it it's just seems there. like seemed like a no brainer. First year it was decent. Second year, not as good. It, it didn't look very good. I, I didn't get the support that I thought I or that I had hoped to get. Right, right, right. And so Well, you're not it a was a lot of mile. It was a lot of ATVs. Um yeah. Those numbers started to kind of go down a little bit, that, and uh, it just uh, so we decided to do something else with it. But what I got out of that was my friendship with Matt George, and so uh, Matt came to me and he said, "Hey, you've got a well-oiled machine. I think you you do a good job here. You've got a good crew. I think you need to take over my races in Davenport, which just turned thirty this year." Wow, nice job, Matt. And so I I. Uh, I said, "Well, let me come over and work that thing with you for a year and see how it goes." And and Matt introduced me as the new promoter to everybody and i'm like hang on pump the brakes buddy yeah just a bup, 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 bup. but i uh, i ended up buying it and so this is my second year uh but matt's been there helping me with track prep and, and any questions i have he's been there you know he was there for matt, a few days matt, what are your what are your thoughts on the second year because the first year it seemed to be something in progression i got mm -hmm. that right and i've yeah. been with tony for i don't know 32 years and it seems it seems that long anyway but um the second year compared to the first memory serves that the second year was a whole lot smoother your way, thoughts way smoother way yeah? smoother yeah and from from your perspective as the former promoter and you did it for what 16 years yeah okay um you're never going to make everybody happy all the time but this year i didn't hear one complaint not one complaint and from the people in the stands to the people that were in the pits not one complaint it was a very unique experience for me because usually i'm the guy with the loudest voice and and they're going to come complain to me first yeah right? well i think a lot of it was the announcing job that you guys did there really. you go yeah no, so I, that what you're I mean, saying is that smoothed everything <clears throat> over well it, it did to the to the fans okay i mean it was it was entertaining it was. We were very funny. Um, <laughs> that's me patting myself on the back. Imagine, yeah. you know, I had to, I had to sleep in Moline. Did you mm. know that? No, I didn't. I had to hear go that. over. I had to go over the crazy. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Centennial Bridge. Yeah, but it's like built for a railroad. Oh yeah. Okay, but they've made it into cars yeah. or two lanes of car, and it's very high. Mm -hmm. I don't know how. If you, if you think it's it's very high. But the Marriott Residence Inn is like sleeping in a castle. Yeah. So it was just 
once you get there, you go, I never want to leave here again. Well, we had we had reservations at the Residence Inn in Davenport, but they uh, the, the day before the race, I got a bunch of emails saying, Thank, how was your stay at the Residence Inn, and here's your here's your receipt. And I'm like, wait a minute. So they they had screwed up the reservation, whatever. Again, second year. Again, second year. But uh, hey, we got it. We got it done. But but it was great. It was a great place to stay. But the track, the accommodations, the security, everybody was there and uh, was working toward the common good. Yeah. And, and I thought that was very cool. From from uh, Mindy, uh, who operates the the infield concession stand, who gave us our water. Um, I thought she was just a, a prime example. Of the, of the people you'd want around you. I didn't have a whole lot of experience with Mindy. Well, but she's kind of hot after you, so <laughs> I just want to let you uh-huh. know that. Um, no, I think it was – I think you're right, though. I think it was definitely a better better show. I had Ron Whipple there to to help, who uh, WFO Promotions ran arena cross for years. I had some of the scores. Sure. Uh, my score station, Brett, they, they're very good. They were um, on track, on target. Um, and then we had some of the scores from arena cross. Um, we've – you know which is obviously not busy right now and they're not even in business anymore but um but we had you know with the announcers and and uh dale jones who runs the the uh, staging along with jeff manley who's my my regular guy those guys work together great yeah. um you know and we had to, uh, zach and tom running the gates and stuff it was good i mean it what was how were you doing matt during uh, the time while we were racing and announcing racing what were you doing i was just sitting in a chair okay no i wasn't i was keeping an eye on the track and that was another thing that we were real fortunate to keep the race running right we didn't do a bunch of track prep like you know normal of course exactly we had 17 inches of rain over there the the point is the temperature was right yeah so it didn't evaporate off a lot of moisture right and the track prep um seemed to be dialed in yeah tony had the track perfect yeah well i if you recall uh friday morning you called me said hey uh do you guys go to breakfast or where are you I said, I'm on the track working, Matt. I've been out here for two hours. That was Thursday. Okay, Thursday. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I keep thinking the race. See, yeah, so Thursday. And so <laughs> I had been working tirelessly for hours by the Jack, time he got out of Are you listening to the show at all? This is okay. the truth. And he's the track prep guy. And here yeah. I had to do all this work. I feel so bad for myself. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I just I just hope I can repay the favor and uh, – Oh yeah, I can't wait. On Knoxville this weekend yeah. when I show up on Sunday, is ready that to go to work. Is that what you're going to do? You're going to go down to <laughs> Knoxville. By the way, is yeah. this weekend? Yep, Saturday and, uh, night. And and will our uh, will our guest uh, Shannon uh, Texter Texter be there? No, actually, she's going to be in Williams Grove, Pennsylvania. Why? Well, they have a national there that night. Who cares? So. Well, I don't care it's either, but national. It's yeah. it's Knoxville for yeah, God's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us about your event, Matt. You're gonna have it's race to Saturday night. Starts at seven o'clock, just like ours. Seven o'clock yep. on Saturday at Sprint Car Capital are we, are we, World. Hang on, hang on. Are we getting paid for this? I did already. Knoxville paid you money to promote this race. It's Matt's race. But why are we not? Why are we not getting any money for this uh, promotion? I don't. I'm, if it's a if it's a race, a two wheeled race, we should be getting money for it. He did pay me. That's what I'm telling you. He paid me outside oh, okay, the, on the parking lot. You're good. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, please continue. <laughs> well, I, you guys lost me. That's but okay. races are this, anyway, this yeah. Saturday night, seven o'clock. Knoxville. What, what yep. kind of classes? What kind we, of what? We, are we, what can we expect? It's a, we, it's a half mile. It's a very yep, fast half mile. Fast, fast half mile. Big corners, short straightaways. It, it's a momentum track. It's, it's a half mile though. 
Yep. It's a half and mile on the inside. On the inside. And then yeah. what What do we race in Davenport? What is the length of that track? It, it's a half mile, but it has longer straightaways and tighter corners. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a... It's kind of a drag race type track where a lot of ho- your horsepower at Davenport really comes in handy. Okay, okay. But N- Knoxville, you're in the corner, so you better you better be good with your corner speed. Got to be a, lo- a lot of sliding. So you got to be a better mm-hmm. racer maybe right. a little bit. Yeah, because you're going to be in the corners longer. Who are some of the stars we're going to see in Knoxville? Oh, we got... Tony? Yeah, Tony he, will be there. Me. And he... He's a great. He's actually the wheelie king too. I he is to the wheelie king. Queen, yeah. actually. Yeah. I tell you what, my my Honda yeah. CRF two thirty is. Oh, it's tough to beat. Yeah. You know what it does? It does a little bit of, uh, like the float level might need adjust because when I get the thing completely vertical, it starts to sputter. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, but it does that it's, when it's you're chatter. Got, it's chatter. It does that with both tires on the ground. I've heard it. <laughs> So the the race is uh, how many? What kind of classes is, we, is we it? Vintage? A, is it? Yeah, you, it's you, what both. Do you have? It's both. We we've got a modern open amateur it's just an open mm-hmm. uh and a modern open pro mm-hmm. so there'll be there could be uh tl 1000 suzuki's running against 450s which you know which may not necessarily be faster than a 450 i would depends. i would rather be on a 450 well, at Knoxville, right that's what you're used to though true, true. you know you get a guy that's but i saw it at davenport guys. and those 450s ran away from those twins yeah well, ran away from them yeah. in that in that dash but for cash. you got to understand those kids were all probably 20 years old and younger mm-hmm. so they don't know yet that they can get hurt so you think they just I got out oh, makes a big difference yeah the, you the, get the scared guy, out of your class yeah the guys on the twins they're they're older see a little yeah. more seasoned they're 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 smarter i'd rather ride with those guys i know that <laughs> but yeah, you're not riding Pikes Peak to win it. You're riding Pikes Peak because it's Pike Peak. Right. But Knoxville, down there, there's going to be some money on the line, right? Yeah, yeah. It'll it'll pay a little bit to win. So that there'll be there's going to be some you know pretty good racing. Now, do you do you work with the Knoxville Nationals cast and crew? That some of them will be at my will yeah. work my race. So who, who's who's announcing for you? I've got A.J. Jackson. I don't know if you remember Skip Jackson, which his dad raced. He was a World of Outlaws. Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. His, his son, A.J., has been – he's been doing some announcing at Knoxville okay. off and on. Okay. And, and he'll be working down there. And then Adam Phillips, he'll be working in the pits announcing. I um, I remember doing my first race down there. Is with ABC, and they were covering the Knoxville Nationals. Mm-hmm. And uh, Keith Jackson yep. came to town. And and I was supposed to be his helper. Yeah. And I went, oh, you know, it's Keith Jackson, right? Yeah. Uh, Mississippi, Mississippi State. It's Saturday afternoon football. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, yeah. Keith Jackson. I mean, oh, my yeah. God, I was I was so impressed with him being Keith. He said, "Well, he said, what do you say? Well, let's get a beer and we'll start this thing." And so <laughs> it was like that, Keith yeah. Jackson. I mean, it was that yeah. smooth all yeah. night long. Yeah. And there was never any. Um, Never any attitude. He never, he never dressed it up. You know, you could put a, a, right. a fresh coat of lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. Right. In Keith's case, he didn't care what he was announcing. He just announced the best he right. could, and he was wonderful. And I just enjoyed being in that tower yeah. with him yeah. at the time. So, um, what are some of the other things fans can expect besides the barbecue joint immediately north of the? St- oh of yeah, the, the Rip Shack. Oh, that's uh, yeah, oh, that place. They f- they feed me up uh, when I'm down there. They, they apparently mm-hmm. know who I am, which mm-hmm. is same Rib Shack from the fair. 
State Fair? No. Oh, different people. No, but okay. these guys have great um, yeah. brisket and sauce. Oh, yeah. Oof. And cheesy potatoes. Oh, hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, now, I'll tell you, one of the really cool races we're going to do will be a 12-rider, only a four-lap race. It's a dash. It's the Milwaukee Tools Dash. Okay. So what we do is we have 12 riders, and then we go up in the stands, and we pick 12 fans, and they come down, draw a number, and then they pick a rider. And if the rider that wins the race gets a Milwaukee drill and impact kit. Nice. And the fan that picks that rider gets one too. Okay. And then and then there's other prizes further on back. But one of my friends is um um the the I think he's the owner of Milwaukee Tools. Really? Yeah. And it's it's kind of a cool deal. He sponsored a lot of my athletes as well. Mm-hmm. But um Milwaukee Tools, that's a hell of a brand. Oh, it's the best. They stand behind their equipment yeah. that they sell. You got a problem with it, yep. take it back in, yep. boom. I, I've got a garage full of their stuff. Really? Yeah. Do you I use do. any of it? Uh, all of it. Did you win it in a dash for cash? <laughs> or or, no. or, or in a, a, a Milwaukee dash race or whatever I, you call I'm it? I'm not good enough to win the Milwaukee <laughs> dash yet. If you don't pay <laughs> out, if you don't pay out, you, you are yeah. good enough to win. Yeah. It's called being a smart promoter. Yeah. Okay. And then we have a hooligan race. A hula what? Hooligan. Okay. That's a street. It's got to yeah, be. Yeah, we a, know. You know what it is. So does he. Okay. Well, anyway. I'm be- asking this for our listeners, Tony. You yeah, don't Tony. Have to let him in on the secret. Uh-huh. Yeah, Tony. <laughs> let him do his job. So tell us so, about the hooligan race. Okay. The hooligan race, the dash, is uh, it's sponsored by JLM Guns. Okay. So it's the hooligan shootout. And they the winner gets a uh, Remington pump shotgun. The J, 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 JLM guns on yep. Douglas? Yep. Okay. Yep. Good guys. And they're going to start the race with a shotgun blast. Nice. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Woo-wee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember that your your dad uh, uh, started At your the race? the hair scramble. We pulled out the dirty hair. And oh, my God. It was the only hole shot I ever got in, <laughs> a, in a hair scramble. It was a literal hole shot. Two reasons. I got I had a, I had an arm 250 that would, I had a two-stroke that would start, boom. And I, I knew my dad. He went like this, and he, he kind of... He squinted. He squinted like, oh, <laughs> crap, yeah, here it yeah. comes. Because the thing would just recoil. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> 44 Magnum with this giant barrel on it. He looked just like Dirty Harry. <laughs> yeah. And I just as soon as he squinted, I started my bike, which is instantaneous. And I <laughs> and this kid named Zach Sulzberger, who was pretty fast at the time. He probably still is. He came He was on. The, came around the outside. And my buddy Chad Applin, he we called single model on the show. He used to do the single show with us. Sure. He he's like rubbing my shoulders. And he's getting me all jacked up, and I'm always like, ah, you know, let it work out. Yeah, he's leave like, me alone. <laughs> you go into that first turn, and I you are like a choo choo train. You are gonna punt anybody out of the way. I want you to full, pretend you're motocrossing and just just be aggressive and just get. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Zach, poor Zach's turning left, and I come into him like a freaking minivan, dude. I hit the kid. I hit the hit the kid so so hard. He he went flying and I just turned left right. and I, I was like had a, at one point I had a five minute lead and it was at my dad's farm. Yeah. Right, I li- literally had like a three and a half minute lead. See now you know why we don't like racing with motocrossers. Yeah, <laughs> especially cheaters. All right, hey, you know what? As much as I love having the open conversation, guys, we got to go to commercial break. Uh, this portion of our show brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing, by the way, has that new light hydrogen racewear that you've heard about and i need you to check it out in person it's the first true lightweight racewear to the market and the original gear line to define the minimalist effort lightweight category and but when you're ready 
you've got to stay. Or when you introduce a product like this, what it is, you've got to stay on the gas. And Tony, what do I mean by that? Stay on the gas. Uh, brand insurance, which means advertising on the show, right? ka And uh, continue to develop the line. The, the gear has come so far. The revol- revolutionary waste adjustment system offers fast, on-the-fly micro-adjustability with a truly dialed-in fit. A simple turn of the dial delivers unparalleled performance, comfort, and convenience that's huge for all of us. Visit flyracing.com for more details. Hey everybody, this is Jeff May, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. Hey everybody, it's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross and off-road tires, starting with the VRM229 for hard pack supercross settings and the VRM300. It's designed for intermediate soil conditions. The most popular tire is the VRM140. It's designed for soft to intermediate environments. All knob tires are available in the most popular motocross and off-road sizes as well. The VRM308R Trials is the perfect choice for real technical conditions and it's now available in a new four-stroke model for racing or recreation riding big four strokes. The newest addition is the V-Line Do-All VRM340, a heavy-duty off-road tire that is DOT approved. Most of the tires are available in the new slow rebound tacky compound for extremely technical environments. It's V-Rubber and the tacky tires, the choice of Sherco off-road. Racers say when using a tacky, it's almost like cheating. It's V-Rubber. Hey, Moto fans, we do our best to keep you in touch with what we're doing through our website, iHeartRadio, Facebook, Twitter, and more. Well, now you can listen to Pit Pass Radio on your handheld device anytime with the all-new Pit Pass app for Android or iPhones. Go to your app store now and download the new app, Pit Pass, at no charge. Yes, we have an app for that. It's the all-new Pit Pass app. Get it today. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10, right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. This is 1460 KXNO. The Yamaha YZF R3 Sport Bike at Hicklin Power Sports and Grimes is the most exciting and affordable way ever to join the exclusive world of Yamaha R-Series Superbike Performance. It features a potent fuel-injected 321cc liquid-cooled parallel twin-engine for great acceleration, a slim, lightweight chassis for sporty, agile handling, a low seat height to get both your feet firmly on the ground for added confidence, plus legendary Yamaha Superbike styling guaranteed to turn heads, all at a super value. No wonder Cycle World calls it a bargain, and Revzilla hails it the new king of the hill when it comes to entry-level lightweight sport bikes. Visit Hicklin Power Sports in Grimes today to see the incredible Yamaha R3. And for more information, visit YamahaMotorsports.com. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. What's up? It's Kyle Regal. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. To the show, Jack DeLeon, our producer on the radio side, Leanne DeLeon on the internet. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, part of the uh, Front Porch People broadcast efforts. We appreciate that. We appreciate you for listening. Our contributors, as always, Chris Bishop and Tommy Boy Halverson, Roman Avila, PJ Duran. Another week off for those guys. I'm not exactly sure how that works. Uh, Part-timers, man. That's all it is. Okay. All right. Part-timers. Tony Wink, Scott Casper in studio. Our guest 
in the studio include Matt George, who for 16 years produced the um, the the what, what what do we call that now? The Davenport. Yeah, the Davenport Iowa Antique Fly Track or Vintage Fly Track Motorcycle Races. I was impressed with the quality of the event. Um, but I was Thanks. also impressed with the quality of the of the racers. Yeah, we had as, some good. As, we as, actually had a really good turnout for racers. But that's my point. It, it, as much pressure as there was on the weekend. Let's face it. Uh, when uh, Harley Davidson does their what 130 115 115 yeah, yeah they're yeah. gonna have one every year now they have one every five well, years hey, we're gonna celebrate Harley Davidson what I heard what I heard was is they had they had uh and we need to get to our guests because we, we ran we'll along get that there one. But, we'll get there um I hear that every five years the, the turnout is a little weak for Davenport because mm-hmm. everybody goes to the, to the every five you know well, the, the I mean, Milwaukee's kind of a return to the womb okay right? and the boys from flat out Friday mama tried show they put on a race I I I text Warren. I said, "What are you doing, man?" And he said, "Sorry, we we couldn't turn it down. Harley approach just wanted to do something. Their race was not good." Um, well, that'll give us that's a lot because of some of them were at Davenport. Turn, yeah, their turnout was not good. Their indoor summer races typically aren't. No. But I heard they did one in Ohio, and it was really big. So they had to try. And then the guys at Springfield, uh, they they chose to put their vintage national on the short track on. Uh, and they've already Friday said night. they're sorry. Friday night, Michael Locke said he was sorry, but Michael didn't do it. Steve Nace did it, and what I heard was it was a ghost town there too, in the stands and the races. So hopefully both those guys don't do it next year and we can have even more racers because the racing was tip-top, and, and uh, it'd be fun to have even more, more you, racers. You, you will, and I'll tell you, a lot of the riders come from a long ways away, and they watch the weather, and – they had that a great helped. time. They had a great yeah. time. Every the ones rider that, that was there, yeah. Right, but yeah. I'm saying there's ones that, that I personally know that didn't because well, they watched the weather. Good but for they them. also know the legend yeah. that is Matt George. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sitting to my right, another guest in studio from Western Power Sports, uh, representing great brands like Fly Racing, uh, Cedra, and uh, what is this? Is it Cinco Tires? Shinko. Shinko, yeah. Was that uh, Mexican or something? No, that is actually Japanese tire. Oh, Japanese. Okay. Yep. All right. And uh, also Wiseco. You guys, uh, you know, g- grabbed onto a great brand like Wiseco. They've been with us for years and years. But, hey, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, my pleasure. Yes, Wiseco. We do sell some great products. Uh, we offer a lot of products. Do you, so do you offer their hard parts? Absolutely. We offer uh, rods, uh, pistons, seals, bearings, tires, you name it. We got it. Again, so, so what, but what about um, hot cams, pivot works, uh, people like that? All balls, yes. Actually, all balls uh, just recently purchased right. a C&L company, which was Hot Rods, Hot right. Cams. Kurt? Uh, yes, Kurt's company. Kurt's a great guy. Absolutely. I, I, I can't speak for the rest of the family, but he's, he's a guy that is just totally invested in our sport. Absolutely. I still see Facebook posts of him doing stuff every day. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. It's sometimes, very crazy sometimes. But welcome to the studio, and and I hope you leave your mic on so we can uh, have you enjoying into uh, the conversation. Um, running a little late to the next break, so let's get to it. Uh, let's get to our next guest, and it's Carlin Dunn. Carlin, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Thanks to Thank you guys for having me on here. Pike's Peak. Um Apparently, you don't have a problem with Pikes Peak because you keep winning there. And I, was it four four times now you've won? 
That's four times. Yeah, that's correct. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've had we've had our disputes and our, our altercations, but um, fortunately, we've been able to work them out. And you, so, Carlin, you've you've raced Baja uh, trials, racing Supermoto. Uh, you've been involved with with on any Sunday revisited um, Dust of Glory two. But this this uh, you've you've been around for a long time. You started racing Pikes Peak in two thousand eleven. Wow! This year was your third year in a row, which you said you've won it four times. Um, you're the first to go under ten minutes on a fully paved route, and you did that on a Ducati Multistrada. To talk about that, how the how it's changed, I guess, now that it's uh, it's fully paved, and uh, just just what that event's like for somebody that's not been to it. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, we're going hard to Pikes Peak, and it's uh, it's a very it's the second oldest race in America. You know, it's very much American, and um. You know, I thought I knew it until I went to go pit for a friend of mine one day. I kind of got uh, suckered into going out there and holding the umbrella for my friend Greg Tracy, who eventually became my, my teammate on Ducati. And I was just floored. I, I couldn't believe it. And that, back then, that was 2008, that race was half dirt, half street. And um, the type of vehicles out there and the racing and the venue is just so spectacular. So if you're a petrol head, a gear guy, like it's, it's next level it just it speaks to you on all different levels so naturally i I said hey look i i raced dirt i've raced street this is right up my alley um i got to come back and do this and unfortunately it took me a a few years to get back but in 2011 i took a crack at it and um it was that that 2011 was the last year of dirt so there was uh, about two-thirds asphalt third of dirt and we took a ducati multi-strata up there that year and we were able to uh, to win it and set the all time record in the dirt, and um, so that was that was a pretty special one. And sometimes that's overlooked because the following year in 2012 we came back when it was all asphalt and we're the first bike to go under 10 minutes. But that that first year I did it when it was still dirt. That was pretty special. I mean that one holds a special place in my heart because it was a whole different ball game back then. How dangerous is this race? <laughs> um, I mean it's pretty dangerous there's no runoffs um 156 turns i say about uh 75 of them have zero runoff and a good two to 500 foot drop on the side of it so there, there's a gravel trap but it's about 500 feet off the cliff um it's 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 risky business but it's you got to go there and have a certain respect for it you know you see in close course competition, those guys make those last lap, just hail Mary. You see Marquez run up the inside of somebody, and you're like, oh, it's going to do it. There, you, you can't do that. you got to understand there's a calculated risk. you got to run within your confines, you, and you got to understand where the threshold is before race day comes up, and you have a very small amount of time to do that. And so it's you're constantly battling the mountain with respect in, in trying to keep it all in – together you know you're battling yourself as well because you can it can just totally come unraveled for you You're like oh my god this is just too much it's overwhelming the weather the conditions the temperatures the decaying asphalt the animals the the whole shebang um it could get to be a little too much and we've seen that time and time again some big names have come out there like guy martin you know obviously Alan man legend and uh joe cox and other guys and they were like a sure thing for the win and it didn't happen right and that's that's the thing we've we've had other people on that race pikes peak and friends of mine have done it 
uh, personally that I know. And, and the, the thing that they say is that you don't think about is the waiting around and then the, uh, the, the weather. It could be foggy once you get halfway up there. It could be raining. You don't know. And there's just, there's just so many elements, the animals, um, you know, and I raced the Baja five, I've raced the Baja thousand and the 500 and we won the 30 pro last year. And the thing that, 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 uh, surprised me so much was just the elements. You really have to respect what you're doing and, and be aware of things that you can't be aware of, you know, things that you don't know is going to happen and, and be ready to react. Right, right. So, you, you know, I mean, you can, you can override Baja. You could go into it and ride it like a motocross race. And a lot of guys do. And you can get away with it. I mean, you can get away with it. And some guys get away with it their entire career. For a while. Don't. And, and you got you to respect that. You know, you being a Baja guy, you always got to think, I'm coming around this blind corner. There could be oncoming traffic. There could be cattle. You know, you read the elements. You see where you're at. You're looking up in the sky. You're looking around. It's not just that singular pinpoint focus straight forward. It's not like you have 15 controlled corners that are going to be the same every time. And right, right. right. You yeah. have to keep that in the back of your mind and, and respect it. You respect Baja, same thing. You got to respect Pikes Peak. So, Carlin, I was, when I was pre-running, I did a lot of pre-running and, uh, in, last year. I just wanted to be prepared for it. And um, and the guy that, that put it together, Robert Hansen, he was, I guess, team manager or whatever you want to call him, he, he, uh, he would ride me constantly about not going too fast when I'm pre-running because that you're going to get hurt that way and and sure enough i came through and i split a herd of cattle and uh it was a blind corner it was actually really very close same rancher i'm sure as uh, where where uh kirk caselli got killed and oh, yeah. uh i mean so you know the section if, if you've raced that event but yeah, uh yeah yeah so I, I come around a corner and i split a herd of cattle and there was an opening and i actually went tried to hit an opening in this cattle and I actually hit a different opening because they were running pure luck i didn't get you know, killed or, or, or worse, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, right. So, uh, it, yeah, th- there's, there's a lot of that that you have to, uh, y- you know, take into consideration when you win Pike's peak and, but to do it four times, that's a different deal. That's, that shows that you've, you're, you're a special breed, you know? I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's really, are you on the same motorcycle every year or has that evolved as well? It's evolved. It's evolved over time. So 2011, I rode my own Multistrada 1200. 2012, I raced for Ducati, a Ducati North America effort. And um, that was a similar bike, polished up. We had some outside support from Akrapovic and uh, Ducati in Italy and some really good sponsors that year, Pirelli. Um, 2013, I had a, a different strategy. I, you know, I it had tested some electric bike technology, and I really believed in the tech. Um, I what I rode that year was a Lightning, and it was a, a prototype company out of out of California. And the, the bike was spectacular, but it needed a ton of refinement. So we worked for about a year to uh, come up with something that was a little more formidable, and we won it on an electric bike. And so after that, it was kind of like, okay, hey, look, this guy. He's got a good formula. <laughs> and um, and so after 2013, we, we were also shooting um, on any Sunday in the next chapter. After 2013, I kind of wanted to take on a couple other challenges, and we uh, we started the movie, uh, Us to Glory, which took us a couple years to make. And I still love the 
Baja 1,500-250 for that film. And um, I didn't really plan on coming back to Pikes Peak. I had gone there to help and do some instruction stuff and did some marshalling. And did, I, I love the place, don't get me wrong, but to, to win there, to, to make that, that uh, investment emotionally, mentally, physically, and to potentially roll the dice, your heart's got to be in it 110% because at the end of the day, that's the difference between first and third. You got Or getting hurt. So bad. Or getting hurt, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, gotta, you just got to be, for, for that entire race week, you have to just be so focused and compartmentalized and just, there's so much to it. There's just, there's a big formula there. And I just, you know, gone there and kind of done my thing and I was like, well, I don't, I don't know if I want to go back and race. But, um, I, I was over in Italy for some business and, uh, you know, Ducati, Claudio Domenicali was there and he, you know, he grabbed me in typical Italian. He, you know, he's so emotional. He's like, you know, this race means so much to me and this and that and the company and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we'd love for you to go race again, but we want you to do it. And, um, you know, he's kind of the big boss. So <laughs> when the big boss asks you and tells you from the bottom of his heart that he, he wants you to do something, uh, you know, you take into consideration. And, um, I talked to a few friends of mine and they're like, Oh, what do you want to do? And I was like, yeah, I got it. I love that place. But, you know, I had to search a little bit. And, um, once I decided I wanted to do it, we got the new 2017 Cotty Multistrada, which is a little bit different. The 1260 motor as opposed to the 1200 motor we raced before. And, um, we started, start whittling away at it. And, um, Really, at the end of the day, there's not a ton of stuff you can do to that bike. And the bike's so kick-ass right out of the box. You know, you take off all the stuff you don't need, the typical stuff, the lights and the, the license plate holder and pillion peg, stuff like that. But really, at the end of the day, we stiffened up the suspension, we spruced up the bike a little bit, and ran it. Are you going back? Final question. <laughs> um, it's always the question after the after you, you get done. Yeah, yeah. Always the question. And almost every year, I'm like, ah, that's it. I'm done. But I'm sure in a, in a couple months, I'll start to get the itch again. Oh, yeah. Carlin Dunn, it's been a pleasure having you on. We appreciate it. Good job. Absolutely. Anytime, guys. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. Pit Pass is brought to you in part by Racetech, the science of suspension. For nearly 30 years, Racetech has been producing the highest quality suspension components and tools, including gold valves for most types of motorcycles and ATVs. You can visit their website at racetech.com. We're going to be right back with Shannon Texer. This is Pit Pass. Stay tuned. With no speed limits, no tickets, and no left-turning minivans, Track Addicts Track Days allows you to experience the performance of your sport bike in a safe and fun environment. Track Addicts Track Days offers a variety of programs, ranging from their new rider school to their advanced group sessions for experienced track riders. Get all the details at trackaddicts.com. That's trackaddix.com. Or call Ducati Omaha at 402-408-4400. Learn to ride your sport bike the way it was meant to be ridden with Track Addicts Track Days. With the tremendous amount of horsepower and torque created by modern dirt bikes, today's racewear must withstand tremendous forces. It must breathe well, be lightweight and protective, yet still durable. 
Fly Racing created its Evolution 2.0 racewear to fulfill these requirements. Evolution 2.0 features the industry's first BOA closure system race pant designed to provide custom comfort, smooth, even closure, no pressure points, and simple one-handed adjustment. Add to that the Evolution 2.0 ProFit Advanced Ventilation Jersey and Premium Race Glove, and you have Generation Next racewear, built to withstand the extreme conditions created by the modern dirt bike. For more information, visit flyracing.com. It's much more than a piston company. Wiseco now offers a full line of quality performance products, including forged pistons, precision forged clutch baskets and hubs, crankshafts, camshafts, forged connecting rods and valves. At Wiseco, we offer accessories for just about any motorcycle, ATV, snowmobile, personal watercraft, outboard marine engine, or automobile on the market today. After 70 years in the business, Wiseco has established a great reputation as a brand that can be trusted to deliver high high-quality performance products for power sports enthusiasts and professionals. Wiseco. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10 right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. This is 1460 KXNO. This is Nikki Diamond with Nuclear Cowboys, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. All right, welcome back to the show. It is Pit Pass Moto Racing Weekly. Want to um, take Tony back in time, just a little bit, eight years to be exact. Tony, do you remember what you and I were doing eight years ago? <laughs> uh, you remember what we're 2010? doing? 2010? No, I was thinking, let's start with last week. My gosh, we've been what? doing this crap for a long time. Well, 14 years for this 15 show. 15 years, buddy. I, 2003 so, minus 18 is 15. I choose... <laughs> What was that? No that swing in in the background laughing. Do you, do quiet, you remember please. what we were doing eight years ago? This on, on I know where I was. I know where I was. Who is that woman that keeps talking on the show? I don't see her. Is That's she behind a curtain somewhere else? Yes, she's it's, behind the curtain. Her, she's okay. a voice behind it's the curtain. Her okay. Uh, I, w- I didn't go to that race, did I? It was a hell of a race. I did go yes, to that race. Knoxville. Yeah. No, no, no. We were at their wedding. Oh yeah! Congratulations. The wedding with Jack and and my bad. Yeah, I don't know. You don't just, remember that, no. dude? You? Have, I do remember. Yeah, I have great pictures. There. Seems like you were in a maroon shirt. Do you remember that? I was much thinner then. Yeah, well, he we, was. We were all much thinner. We were all much thinner then. And yes, I even have the same picture, Scott. Do you really? Of you and of you, Tony and I, and um, Sarah and Sue, right? We were all. We were all. We took all. We were happy. Then. Took a picture. Of it. We, yes, we were happy then. What happened? Uh, eight years went by. Okay. <laughs> Marriage, that'll so, do it to you guys. Congratulations to Jack and I had a kid. Eight ruined years. my life. Is Thank today, you. Is today the legitimate anniversary? Today is a legitimate anniversary. Wow. We've, we've been married eight years, and she hasn't killed me yet. Mm-hmm. Give yeah, her time. She's working Yeah, up I know. You're one of those guys that say, lower your standards. Yeah, no, no, no. She's working up a strategy here <laughs> because she doesn't want to get charged with any kind of homicide. <laughs> So, you're right <laughs> well happy anniversary to you both i'm Thank so you. glad that you're in our life lives and uh so glad you're part of what we do i i really could not imagine doing this show thank you i appreciate it thank you very much all right all right our next guest is uh shani texture who i just saw i can't i'm sorry i just saw her racing on saturday night and uh in springfield and boy she looked good shani texture joins us on the husqvarna What's up, kid? How are you? <laughs> oh, not much. Just back home, getting ready to go at it again this weekend. Yep. You're going to, what, Pennsylvania? Local race for why, you. Why are you not coming to Knoxville, Shannon? I mean, this is the race that really set you 
in 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 the racing world um, set your name on fire because you won with your ponytail flying. Uh, I mean, you kicked butt on that uh, on that track at Knoxville. I was there to witness yeah. it. And I was so impressed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, 2011 and 2012, and then you know I made my first twins main event there as well. So that place is you know super special to me. So you decided to go ahead and race in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's, you know, it's it's cool to be back home, though. Uh, you know, racing in front of all my family and friends, and okay. uh, at a racetrack that you know my grandfather raced friend cars at as well. So well, that, cool that 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 actually makes sense to me because um, I'll take I'll take family over anything. I honestly <laughs> will, and if I can race in front of family with family, then that makes all the sense in the world to me. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely cool, special having my family there. But uh, for me, you know, we we live life so much on the road with traveling to be able to sleep in your own bed the night before a national. That's that's special. <laughs> that, Have you ever thought about taking the bed with you? Family. <laughs> yeah, take the bed with you, put it in a trailer. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still not the same, especially you know, uh, six months ago I purchased my first home, so it uh you know, makes leaving home even tougher. It doesn't have wheels, though, so it's a... Uh, <laughs> is it a motorhome or... Nah, <laughs> not your first Winnebago. Mo- <laughs> Shana, the, the race is no. Saturday night. We were watching, and, and it's always good down there, watching that short track. Um, it, it seemed like there was a lot of crashes, though. Man, they hold a lot of people off. Is that typical? I don't remember being that many crashes at the spring... Matt George is right next to me, and he's shaking his head yes, but uh, that's typical, <laughs> huh? Yeah, I mean, you know, you got 18 guys out there, 18. Or girls. Of them, yeah, or girls. But, yeah. um, you know, majority of them are underage and um, are not underage, but are under 18. So a lot of them are hungry, ready to fight. <laughs> right. And uh, to get into that first main event for a lot of guys. I mean, I think there was almost 48 entries trying to qualify for an 18-rider field. So... You know, there's a lot of crashing that's going to happen in a little bullring like Springfield, and, you know, we saw that Saturday night. Yeah, pretty rough crashes, a few of them, and one one guy got, like, went clear, clear into the pit area. Wow. And cleaned out a bunch of guys, and it didn't look, <laughs> you're giggling, but it wasn't that cool. I mean, I guess if nobody got hurt, but I don't know the, the, to the extent. couple dirt naps they took, too. A couple guys took a little while to wake up, and... and uh, yeah, it was just a little spooky, I guess, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, no, definitely. I mean, for me, I, you know, I, I saw a bunch of that stuff happening, and, you know, we've had a lot of, you know, wrecks this year, you know, for a matter of fact, and, you know, a lot of guys have been super lucky, some not so much, but, um, you know, for me, the best way to avoid a wreck is trying and get a start and get out in front of it, and, uh, you know, that's kind of what I told myself Saturday night. I watched watched my brother in the heat race before me get ran off the track in the in turn one and two off the start and i'm like man i don't not want to mess that's scary (laughs) yeah that's scary we're talking with shana texter currently running in third place overall in the aft the american flat track series the singles class uh at least so far in 2018 how close are you to number two um Number two is, uh, you know, he's a little bit out of reach for me right now. I'm kind of in a three-way battle for third place. Um, you know, it's, I'm really satisfied with the year I've had so far. You know, two wins, multiple podiums on a, on a brand-new Husqvarna FC450 that's new to our sport. So, um, you know, I've, I've gotten up to speed a lot quicker than I anticipated. You know, actually, Saturday night at the short track, 
you go back and look at times the day started out slow and um you know we've progressively gotten better as the day went that was the first time i've ever been on a real short track with the thing and uh you know we we're fast it's kind of cool too i think i saw it on the mile on sunday um just the involvement with husqvarna you see husqvarna easy ups and and just you know signage and that kind of thing it's it's uh you know, obviously with Indian getting all the attention, it was still cool to have some other brands have some 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 uh, exposure there. Um, talk about your program though with Husqvarna and, and how that how that came together and uh, uh, who's helping you put it together. I mean, we've we've covered it's almost it before, out of the blue. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, she, you mean Husqvarna? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Husqvarna is you know the official 450 singles uh, bike for our class and um you know they came to me um you know it kind of came together we've been talking actually since um the last race of last year um but it didn't actually come together i didn't sign a contract actually until a week before daytona so i literally built a bike and uh got ready for daytona four days prior to the race which is you know a huge feat right there in itself and um this year i formed my own team uh found you know my own mechanics my boyfriend Briar's dad kind of helping me out and then one of my one of my buddies who uh, worked at a at a local Kawasaki shop came on board so we're kind of a new team to the sport as far as knowledge you know I have the most knowledge on the team but uh you know we've we've been jiving really well and uh you know most importantly I'm just having fun and enjoying myself and uh you know I think that really is starting to show on the motorcycle that's huge is that a scary thing when you say you have the most knowledge on the team just curious because if i said that we'd be in trouble well first of all you'd be lying <laughs> <laughs> no i mean uh, you know a lot of these guys you know you have knowledge you know for me i've been around the sport since i was born mm-hmm. so you know i grew up in the family business and uh you know i grew up turning left whether whether it was myself or my brother or my dad you know i've grown up in, in great great flat track families so thankfully for them i've gained a lot of knowledge that you know, it boils down to if, if I make a mistake, it's it's all on me. So it's, it's not always a bad thing, but at the end of the day, sometimes you don't have anyone to blame either. <laughs> right. What did you think of that mile race? Was that exciting or what? Um, It was a little nerve-wracking for me, being that uh, <laughs> that my boyfriend was in the hunt, you know, yeah. forward with a chance to win his first ever mile and get the Grand Slam. So I was kind of nervous. I was doing a little bit of double duty. I was doing um, some NBC Sports in race. Um, and, commentating and, and, and <laughs> screaming so, at the same time. Yeah, so I was trying to multitask, watch the race, cheer for him, <laughs> and then also do the commentating. But uh, you know, it, it was a fantastic race. Um, you know, I think it was probably the best race that they've had all year in the twins class, and uh, Damn you know, right. Ryan definitely earned that one. If any, if you guys haven't seen it on, on uh, was it FansChoice TV or or NBC, um, the, uh, the 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 they changed. The leader changed twice in a lap sometimes, and it went over and over every lap. Somebody put, snuck it in there and was was leading the thing. And you know, a, a lap less, it would have been somebody else winning, and a lap longer, it would have been somebody else winning it. And and two laps longer, it might have been somebody else again. It was it was that good of racing. And uh, man, I tell you, it's. Um, but that's why they're putting people in the stands. I mean, let's face it, flat track today, as opposed to flat track 10, 15 years ago, is a completely different animal. I would say flat track today versus four years ago oh, is a complete, wow. a completely different animal. Okay. But 10 years ago, there was still a good fan base, and it's dropped off, and now it's starting to come back. They're climbing back, and Michael Locke and crew are doing a good job, um, I think. Um, the the, uh, 
the the Indian has been. I mean, so here's my question, and maybe Shannon, you can answer this, and Matt, maybe you can answer this. Uh, Jason, you continue to be quiet, please, and Scott too. Um, just oh, kidding. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, the the lap times on the XR 750s versus the Indians now. I know there's a lot of variables. There's weather. There's track condition. That kind of thing. Riders. I believe the lap the the, the lap record still belongs to Kawasaki at the Springfield Mile. Right. Sound right to you guys? Yeah, I think okay. So, so I, how does it compare I, I, it to the lap? Absolutely does. Okay. How does it compare to the lap? The lap times on the XR 750s before there was Indian. How do the Indians compare on lap times? Wow. Um, do you Matt? know Shana? I I honestly don't know that answer, but I can tell you that an, an XR 750 will probably not be able to compete with an Indian. What, um, what, what, what is Harley up to? I, I'm I'm not. I guess I'm confused as to what their ultimate goal is. When Sammy Howard's in the way. And he's getting lapped, and people are screaming, "Get out of the way!" Yeah, you know there's a problem because yeah. the kid is completely it, talented. He's no yeah. longer slamming. He he is Albert. a massive talent, and and to watch that, I just felt bad for the kid. Now I mean, I'm just watching him go by, and he's Sammy full Albert. tuck, and he's just not. Yeah, it's not the rider. It's, it's definitely tough, you know. I was Jared Vanderkoy, actually, one of the factory Harley riders is at my house right now, and it's like, man, it's definitely a tough hard pill to swallow watching, you know, him. You know, Brandon Robinson, he's won the mile twice there. Sammy Halbert, you know, and these guys are battling. You know, Brandon and Sammy were battling 17th and 18th, and, and Vandercoy is bragging about a ninth-place finish. You know, it's it's definitely a hard pill to swallow and watch these guys struggle. But, you know, they're trying to develop a production-made motorcycle. But what was wrong with the bike they had? That's the <laughs> problem I have with the whole thing, is that the bike they had was winning everything. They, they discontinue it. Indian enters the fray, and all of a sudden, Indian's number one. I don't get that. Why don't we go back to the same power plant? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a lot. You know, I don't know the ins and outs, you know, since I ride for Husqvarna. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think, you know, Vance and Hines is in charge. It's a, a totally different generation of people okay. building the motorcycles. So uh, so we're not going to get an answer out of you. That's what you're saying. <laughs> All right, Shana. Hey, continue. Good luck to you, kid. We love you. You know that. And uh, oh, thank you. one of our frequent frequent <laughs> guests, Shana Texter. Uh, Shana, thank you so much. Best to you uh, and your staff, your team, and your boyfriend as well. And your okay? brother. <laughs> thank you, guys. It's always a good time. There we go. Shana Texter to the pits. Uh, Scott Casper, Tony Wink in studio. Special guest Matt George. Jason Heitritter uh, from Western Power Sports is uh, joining us as well. He's the silent one in the studio. But when we come back, uh, more great guests waiting in the wings. Garrett Gerloff and Thad Duvall. Uh, that's coming up, hour number two of the program. You're listening to America's Motor Racing radio program. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Stay tuned. Hey, everybody, it's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross and off-road tires, starting with the VRM229 for hard-packed supercross settings and the VRM300. It's designed for intermediate soil conditions. The most popular tire is the VRM140. It's designed for soft to intermediate environments. All knob tires are available in the most popular motocross and off-road sizes as well. The VRM308R Trials is the perfect choice for real technical conditions, and it's now available in a new four-stroke 
stroke model for racing or recreation riding big four strokes. The newest addition is the V-Line Do-All VRM340, a heavy-duty off-road tire that is DOT approved. Most of the tires are available in the new slow rebound tacky compound for extremely technical environments. It's V-Rubber and the tacky tires, the choice of Sherco off-road. Racers say when using a tacky, it's almost like cheating. It's V-Rubber. Radio, America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latrell. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Scott Casper with Pit Pass Radio with Right now, you can save 15% on your insurance when you uh, check out our GEICO app, by the way. Do it right now. 15% savings on GEICO. You can also earn unlimited double miles on every purchase when you make your purchase with Capital One. All right, this portion of our program brought to you by our great friends of Fly Racing. In studio, by the way, Jason Heitritter from Western Power Sports, a distributor of Fly Racing products. Jason, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. I mean, you look great sitting there in your WPS shirt. Was that free? <laughs> it was, matter of fact. Actually, and, probably and not. Your, what, what, what hat is that? Atomics? That is uh, Alpine Star. Uh, I'm sorry, Alpine Star. I'm Alpine sorry. Star. Yeah. Do you guys sell, obviously, you sell Alpine Stars. Did, did uh, the PU drop Alpine Stars, or is it? Nope. Parts Unlimited still has them. They have them. Hey, I didn't even say the word because I knew you don't work for. I didn't. That's I, okay. Okay. I, I'll I'll take it. I'm uh, looking at your shirt yes, though. Um, on the shirt it says Super Sprocks. Yes. And if you stop looking at your shirt, I can then read it. Okay. Sure. Uh, I see. Uh, Winder Winderosa. Winderosa. Winder Fuel Star. Right. I can see it from here. What are you blind? 
Yes, Fuel actually, star. I am. A Fuel Star. I don't see Wiseco on there. Uh, what's the top one? Air something? All uh, balls. Arrowhead. Oh, all? All balls. All balls. So what is all balls? All balls. They make bearing kits. Dumbest name I ever heard. They make Honestly, that's axles. the stupidest name. CV shafts. Jack, don't we have something? Uh, uh, it's my show. Some kind of a, I guess it ain't my a song about balls? Some kind of a song? All balls? ACDC. I've let's got, get to our guest. No, I'd rather do I've, that. I've, 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 I'm still describing his shirt. Yeah, well, the whole. I got it's a whole riveting other, for the people at so home. I'm hot sure. Hot rods, hot cams, pivot works, um, cylinder works. Yep, yep. There we go. Vertex. Your eyes still work. What's that? I said your eyes still work. Yeah, no, no. I recognize those logos. They were with us for years and years. Gratefully so. Thank you so much. Um, but no, you work for a company that's very, very well affected. So. Um, I'm I'm pleased with that, and thank you so much for joining us. It's been great. I hope I get to get more involved here. In what the do future. I What do I need to do to get all these brands as a 30 second sponsor on the show, and I can make it real affordable? Go to your local <laughs> dealership. No, 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 no. No, I want to talk to distributor and distributor reps to get to the person that makes the decision at the at the national level, because obviously we're a national show. Absolutely. So we still work with our dealerships because they're what's really important to me. I, I love but your dealers. You, Scott, I do. Can, I, I love your dealers, but I want to work with somebody at corporate. You give me a call after the show. Nice. There it is. Guaranteed. Good to go. Uh, Matt George also in the studio. He made the decision two years ago to sell the Davenport flat track race to Tony Wink. Matt, are you happy with that decision? Oh, I'm thrilled. You were there this weekend. Oh, yeah. And what was great is that we had, I think, an increased number of riders, and there was an um, enormous pressure on the race industry mm -hmm. with events over the weekend. But yet Friday night was a magical night in Davenport, Iowa, at the Mississippi Valley Fairgrounds. It was smooth. Yeah. yeah. I just I can't thank you enough because that's what racers want. That's what fans want. Right. I got yelled at by nobody Friday night. Yeah, they all came and yelled at me. Did they? Okay, so that's... <laughs> and you yelled back. Damn right. Well, <laughs> at a couple of them. I but did. that's okay. I heard that's that. okay. I mean, you're never going to have uh, the same response, right, Tony? I mean, the same response from a group of fans every year, right? That's Yeah. But there was a great fan base there, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, well-received, for and, sure. And hats off mm -hmm. to all your volunteers. Oh, That's, I wish they volunteered. And the ones didn't that, have one. The volunteers that were paid. There was not one volunteer there. No. That, my that, no, that was paid except me. Except for poor Matt here. Except now for me, and he's going to get his goodie out of me this weekend. But I'm going to torture him all week. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. Saturday night. Knoxville. Knoxville. He, yeah, okay. he doesn't have a clue what's coming. Racing <laughs> I have uh, a clue. racing action continues this Saturday night. Yep. Is it the eighth? September eighth. Yep. September eighth, Knoxville, 7 the fastest what quarter mile dirt track? Half mile. Half mile. That's oh, they've they made it bigger. Yeah. So it's the fastest half mile dirt track in America. Yep. Period. Yep. Which it's, it's a home of the actually, outlaws. If you've never been there, it's like the Taj Mahal of uh, it is. dirt tracks. It yeah. is. It's, it's lit up like a football stadium. Sure. It has a sound system, like you could play a concert there. Yeah. It's concrete pits. It's a five story uh, hall of fame suite off turn two then they have suites across the front straightaway i've been in the here. suites yeah with uh, the folks from casey's general stores yep. suites are nice yep i mean there's couches running yeah. water toilets yeah tony you'd like the toilets yeah. mm -hmm. uh let's go to our first guest of hour number two garrett gerloff joins us garrett how are you hey guys what's up uh yeah doing good just, just listening to you guys chat it up <laughs> i know we're chatting it up we're smartening each other up and tony is impressed with the fact 
that on turn two, where the uh, Knoxville Nationals are, um, there's turn two. It's kind of a Taj Mahal or garage Mahal, if you will, but uh, really nice. And they have running water and bathrooms. Gosh, that's a big deal for a racetrack crazy. these days. No, it's crazy for us down here in Texas, too. I mean, we're a little behind times, but I heard plumbing's really nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, let's talk about some uh, your fifth overall in the Moto America Superbike Series. Uh, five podium finishes, a couple of missed events with a DNF and a DNS. Um, you've had a second place finish racking up two of those so far in, in 2018. Talk about your, your ride with, with, uh, Monster Energy, Yamalu, Yamaha factory team and, uh, and just, uh, you know, everything over this year, it's, it's been, uh, what do he we have? T- he had two, by the way, we have two, two second place finishes. Right. Yeah. That's what I said. So we have two rounds left, four races to go. You're currently sitting fifth. Like we said, uh, 13 behind Matthew. Um, 11 points in front of Jake. Is your goal to pile on as many points as you can to take to, to, as possible to take fourth place overall, or are you going to go all out and try to bring home your first Superbike win? Do you play it safe, or do you? Or do you? Uh, Ooh, nah, I'm, nah, come on. This is Garrett Gerloff, everybody. He don't play it <laughs> come safe. On, man. I mean, if we were talking about a championship, I might play a little bit more safe. But no, I mean, <laughs> when we came into the season, I wanted to win at least one race and get, like, one pole position. That was, like, those were the two goals that I had going into the season. Like, uh, I didn't know if it was going to happen, but that's, that's just what I got. So hopefully in these next four races I can uh, get one of those done or both of them done. You know, that's, that's the overall goal. But, okay. um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's been a, a decent year. I mean, honestly, like, going into it, I expected a lot more than, than kind of – I mean, lately, everything's been going really well, and I feel like I've been learning a lot. But in the beginning, it was kind of tough. Uh, I, I think the last time I talked to you guys, it was back in the winter when we were testing and stuff. Um, back then, everything, man, everything was going uh, awesome. Like, everything, every change we did on the bike felt like it just took the bike to a whole new level, and, and uh, I felt way more comfortable, more comfortable. And then for some reason, when, when we started the race, and uh, man, I don't know, it's like we kind of just... Uh, started going the wrong direction for like because of nobody's fault just that's just how it goes sometimes you know like uh sometimes it's just hard to find the right setup and obviously during testing you have all the laps you want but during a race you only have those two practice sessions to get the bike dialed in and things like that so it was uh yeah a little bit difficult in the beginning but we really like worked hard together and found a decent setup from track to track which is nice and uh and yeah going into jersey i'm pretty pretty pumped about it but i mean i think in general it's been all right i've been happy to be on the podium there's been some few a few dnfs which i'm which i never do uh like before this year man i'd only missed like like one race uh like a season or something like that or, or the most that i had missed was one one race as far as dnfs go and so uh so yeah it's been kind of a little bit of a different kind of year for me but hey the bike's a beast He's a little hard to handle sometimes. So yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> Coming off of six hundred, you you you, uh, you spent a lot of time on that bike before you made the jump to the superbike this season. Um, how how much experience did you have on that thousand before you started before you started testing and that kind of thing? And and did you have to change your your approach to riding your racing to better suit that bigger bike? Did you did you have to adjust your uh, your style a little bit? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, going into it, I was like, oh, it's just a motorcycle. It's got a little more power, and but you know, it's the same idea, same concept. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you do. You have to you have to ride a little bit different way. And and with the, uh, I mean, we're lucky enough to have all the the badass electronics and everything on it, and and just it's just just another um, like realm of trying to. Uh, it's just another thing you have to like get set up right, track to track. So um, it's been something that it's kind of difficult, difficult maybe. But I feel like I've been riding the bike pretty good lately and understanding kind of like what's going on uh a little bit more but 
but before testing, like you asked, uh, I had only been on a thousand on a one thousand one time, and it was uh, it was actually the. Um, do you guys remember the the yellow bikes that they did for the fiftieth anniversary or sixtieth yeah. anniversary? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I got to ride Josh Hayes' sixtieth uh, anniversary R one um, right after the end of the season in twenty fifteen at New Jersey. So that <laughs> that was the only experience I had before getting on the bike this year. Um, so not a lot, but. I definitely have a lot of like muscle memory stuff from the last six years on a on a six hundred, which um, you know it's kind of hard to to change those six years of doing something over and over and over again, and then having to do a totally different. Um, it's easier to like be in a race or something in, in a situation where you're not thinking and just go like revert back to old habits. So something that I've been slowly getting better about not doing, um, but uh, but yeah, that's about it. Garrett Gerloff, our guest on the program on Pit Pass Radio, and I want to make sure the guys in the studio know that this is open mic time. Matt George uh, joining us. It's like a comedy club kind of. And Jason Heitreiter in in the studio as well with us. So thank you so much, guys, for joining us. Um, I I do want to go back to something that um, has has crossed my mind a lot over the last couple days. There There was a boxing match that was to take place in Minnesota, and before the the opening bell, and you know what I mean, the, the start of the race, if you will, um, the guy got up and walked out of the ring without another word. And it was because he thought he didn't have a contract. Has that ever crossed your mind about, you know, what the companies that are are streaming your races, all the money that changes hands before a race, has that ever crossed your mind as, as to, a, you know, something you're thinking about that really bothers you? As far as, like, wondering if the race is going to be filmed or something like that? Or, or, like, or, or, or perhaps, are you getting paid enough? I mean, I'm not going to complain. I, I think that uh, with where we're at, how the economy is doing and everything, and, and where our racing is, how many people it's in and watching, I, I think that uh, as far as our team goes, I think that we're doing all right. Me, J.D., and Cameron have really good spots, and, and Yamaha does an awesome job promoting us, and, and uh, I think they do a, a good job paying us, too. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's worth it. I, I would never... If I sign the contract, right. I, you know, I, I agree to the terms, so I'm not just going to be like halfway through the season and be like, oh, like, oh, this isn't fair. Like, I'm not, and I'm not just going to walk away and not not race. But right. is it direct deposit or is it <laughs> is it checks? Is it's it seven hundred sixty thousand people that are buying it at ten bucks a view, right? Seven sixty times ten. Is there really that many? Yeah, and I'm talking about a pro boxing in oh, Minneapolis, okay. I was Minnesota. Say, oh yeah, but there's got to be more than that that watch races. So my point is, are our racers getting paid enough? I don't know that they are. He just answered it, Elvis. Uh, but I mean, he, I'm uh, I'm just a dumb racer, you know. So oh come on, dude. Race, come on, but, uh, Garrett. I mean, for sure, I've had a I've had a lot of luck, I guess you could say. Like I've always been with the Yamaha family, and they've always taken, taken care of awesome me. care of me. So like, I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I don't have really experience not not having a ride or, or being in a spot where I I was uh, you know trying to find something. So. I mean, yeah, I'll be honest. I guess that's kind of how it's been. Well, as long as you're getting taken care of, that's all that really matters to me because fighter or racer, racer's life expectancy, generally speaking, is very short. Yeah. You've got to make as much as you You can. You mean life as a racer? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What are we talking about? (laughs) Wait a minute here. 
<laughs> I'm talking dog ears, okay? No, seriously, you're right. I'm I, I miss I misspoke. But the the number of years you will be competitive is relatively short, comparatively speaking. Unless you're Josh Hayes, or maybe Josh you're Hayes, unless yeah. you're Josh Hayes, then you maybe you're Jason Hightritter and working for Western Power Sports for 38 years. Lucky, yeah. yeah. Huh, maybe. Jason? <laughs> huh? Yeah. I hope I get there that long. Yeah. We got Good. a lot of X racers racing for or right. Uh, working for us so Do you really yeah quite a few anybody you care to name uh jason thomas jt money jt money is working with you yes cool cat yes we Just should do a him. show we should do a show on nothing but former racers that now work for western power sports what you, do you would have a full <laughs> two hours a full two hours uh, we'll go three hours if, it, if that's what it takes anyway. garrett i want to ask you yeah. coming into the thousand series that the the, uh, the superbike class we talked about the bike and the adjustment there. What about the competition and the guys that you're riding with? Are they more aggressive maybe on the thousands, or are they more respectful of, of uh, your space on the track? What's that like? I mean, for sure, there's a lot more guys. Like, uh, back in the 600s, like, it was normally just, like, me, J.D., and, and Valentine sometimes, uh, at least last year, you know. Uh, but, yeah, coming in the Superbike, there's definitely – more guys fighting for that same position and, and we all want it you know we all want it bad and everybody has has good bikes like from from my point of view everybody has a, a good bike that does what it needs to do and, and we're all there like at the end of the race more or less um so i mean it's been it's been cheaper than than i've been used to i guess you could say but but i mean if somebody passes me i'm gonna do everything i can to, to pass them back in the next corner and keep them behind me so um in that sense it's kind of the same type of thing but it does like i've been in a few races where you know, we, we go off the, the start, and I get a good start, but then I get passed in turn one, maybe by one guy, and then I get stuck in the next corner by another guy, and then before I know it, I'm back in, like, sixth place, and I start at third or something. I'm like, man, what's happening, you know? Right. Uh, you get, get beat up, but um, that's something that I want to – that's something I've, well, I've, I've, I got used to it quick, obviously. Uh, I'm a racer, you know. I'm, I'm there to try to put it up there and, and win, uh, but it's something that I want to really – I want to make it like a strength of mine, you know, because I, I don't want to, for me at least, like, I I want to keep racing in, in America, like, as long as I can, racing for Yamaha, representing them, racing, winning, but, like, I want to keep moving forward in my career. I want to go to uh, the world scene if I can, and, and those sure. guys definitely have no mercy. So, uh, yeah, it's a good good start. Is your, here, here's the difference, Tony. You ready? I'm hearing I, I, I. And if it was a team sport, it would be saying we. What he's got right now is 2016 to 2017 to bank on, his championships and, and, and all the races in between. I mean, this guy understands it's it's all about what I do on that track to put a win in the column. That's it. I don't know if his team would be stoked to hear no, that. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm yeah, not I'm talking not about. Say, yeah, no, my team definitely does their, their part. I mean, if they I'm not saying they don't. Bike ready, all that, like, I would not be where I am. So that's a huge part of it for sure. Tony, when describing this program, will tell you I, I, I. He will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that ain't no yeah, kidding. Jesus. Part, you know. <laughs> uh, what's your, you are, are you under contract for 2019? You'll be back on the factory Yamaha Superbike? Yeah, luckily they uh, they believe me a lot, and I believe myself. So uh, they we I found a few uh, contracts back at the beginning of of this year. Is Bobby and, I staying uh, put? Who's going to be your teammate? Uh, I don't know anything about that. I don't know. Oh come on! Winter fifth contract extends. Promise. Don't know. Don't know. But you I know. know. Said for twenty nineteen. So that's all I care. About. How about this? <laughs> Who do you think is going to be? Who's going to take the soon to be retired Roger Hayden seat on the Yoshizuki? 
Anybody yeah. from the current Moto America paddock, or will it be somebody different? Wow. Man, I, I hope it's somebody from Moto America. There's a lot of rumors going around between, like, I don't know, Schultz and Lewis and, and even J.D. Beach uh, and, and somebody like the Beast, maybe. Wow. Um, and, uh, I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Uh, throw anybody out of that but i definitely hope it's somebody that's uh that's uh like here already here in america and not like from philandry or something like that and and also like i hope it is whoa 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 you you would throw malandry under the bus i mean i'm just saying like they already got tony and and i mean i would hope they would you know after roger retires tag keep an american on no. I've heard the name Tony Wink. Tony Wink, uh, the name being thrown out there. Yeah, they, that, that is at the top. They haven't called me yet, but <laughs> I'm throwing the name out there. <laughs> you never know. You just never. Know. I think that'd be so cool, wouldn't it? Just have that phone ready, off silence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh crap! There it is in the corner on, on vibrate, and I did miss a call. Who knows? It could have been Yamaha. We don't know. I doubt it. Oh, well, man. I hope not. I hope not throwing me out. Hey, did you want this case of oil shipped directly to your house? Mm -hmm. It's leaking, by the way. That's why we're giving it to you, <laughs> Garrett Gerloff, our guest. Uh, Garrett, if, if is there a part of this year that stands out to you? Okay, uh, as as being you know just an incredible part of the year. In other words, is there a favorite a favorite time that you've had this season? Uh, yeah, I mean, for sure. There's a, a lot of things that I wish I could change, maybe, or like have been in a better spot going into some of the races. But right. uh, for sure, race two at Miller, it was like the first time uh, that I really felt like, man, this is my bike, this is my track, and, and everything just like changed in, in that race. We have been struggling with set up that whole weekend like we were kind of behind the whole weekend and then in that race like it was nice to be able to do a good like to have a good pace until the end of the race and and to be battling with uh that's like, cool Jake lewis roger Matt, and all those guys i mean i wasn't with i wasn't with cameron or tony um but it was just kind of like it was just a step that i needed to take you know and then it, also last weekend at pittsburgh was was really good i felt like i was on a pace right from the beginning and Right. I qualified well. I felt like I had a good shot in race one. Um, if it wasn't, if it hadn't rained, you know. Uh, and then in race two, just gosh, I, I'm still mad about race two, but I felt good that weekend. So I'm hoping it carries over to Jersey. Are we seeing a changing in the guard, as it were, uh, with the departure of Roger Lee? As far as his his departure from racing, are we seeing a changing in the guard? In other words, will racing seem different without him? Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy, but like, uh, there's a lot of things. Like, I just for, for example, like I remember seeing um, Cameron on TV racing 125s and stuff back in the day, and uh, like when I was just starting racing, and now he's like my teammate. I think that's crazy. You know? Right. So, like watching AMA racing and watching like Danny Eslick and Ben Spees and, and and Roger Hayden and all these guys, Tommy Hayden going for for race wins and championships, and and now like. Man, I can. I, I've been up to the Hayden's house a couple of times. Stayed with Roger, stayed with Tommy, and and all the. the I mean, even Nikki. I, I met Nikki. And I felt like we were, uh, like we knew of each other. You know, maybe we weren't like best friends, but but it was cool. Like just to be able to to be kind of uh, to know these guys. And man, they were my heroes growing up. Um, and Ben, I talked to Ben sometimes. Like it's it's just crazy. Yeah, I guess that's. I guess you could say that was like a change of the the guard, maybe, but. Um, when we lost when, when we lost um hayden right um when we lost him it was as if our <clears throat> pardon me our our collective hearts broke and i'm not sure why that was why the haydens held that spot in our heart but 
the racing business, the business that is racing, took a collective breath and released it in in such a way where <clears throat> it was an emotional get. You know what I mean? That moment in time, and then, you know, the weeks that followed, the shows that we did, uh, made it a little bit easier because we're able to talk about it. But, yeah, racing's changed a lot over the last five years, and... Uh, and yeah, I think I think I'm gonna feel the 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 departure of Hayden. I'm I'm sorry of Roger Lee. Um, a lot, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? No, it, it it will be strange. Like like it'll feel weird not to have any Hayden. Exactly, he's the last race, of the three. You know? yep. The yeah, last of the three brothers. Last of a generation or, or something like that. Um, I'm gonna miss him for sure. Yeah. I, I love seeing him at the track right now, and he's got that like sly little smile that he. Uh, yeah, it's just like, hey, what's up, Gary? You know, with his Kentucky accent, and <laughs> right, uh, yeah, it's def- he's definitely going to be missed. And um, his good-looking wife, she's hot. Yeah, for sure. Damn, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to miss all of them for sure. He'll, he'll not come back on the show now because we said that he's retired. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, whatever. You know. Uh, I, but listen, I, hope, I hope with the, he will. I'm. Te- I hope. <laughs> right. He, maybe he won't. I don't know. Well, he, there are people that won't do the show because you don't like him. For example. You know what? I don't care about Bob Han anymore. We, I don't even talk about Bob Han. I, <laughs> I do every show. <laughs> Garrett, uh, who do you want to thank for uh, helping you continue to go race and do so well? And good job on Sponsors. the season, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I'm hoping, uh, like I said, that full race to go get that win. Thing and yeah, get out there, get out front, and I want to be battling with with Tony and Cam and those guys up front. So we'll see how she goes, but. Uh, but yeah, like I said earlier, like I, I can't take Yamaha enough. They've been behind me for a really long time. Some might say too too much, um, but I really appreciate the opportunity that they gave me to to be on their bike and be on the the badass R one, trying to put it up there on the for the wings and, and uh, trying to do my part. Uh, thanks to HSC Homes, Quarter Rose Food, um, all the people that support me, Monster Energy, um, everybody. So I just sent my last payment in to uh, Yamaha, by the way. Last payment in. The bike is now all mine. Well, you really took advantage of that that free financing, didn't oh, you? Oh, buddy, I milked it. <laughs> swear to God, I did. Yamaha Financial Services. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Garrett, we love you, bud. Thanks so much for the time. Appreciate it. We're going to send you to the pits. Sounds good. Love you guys, too. Peace. God, God bless you. There we go. Uh, stay tuned, fans. More after this uh, short time out. This is America's Motor Racing Talk Show. It's Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, brought to you in part by Wisco Performance Products. Hey everybody, it's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross and off-road tires, starting with the VRM229 for hard pack supercross settings and the VRM300. It's designed for intermediate soil conditions. The most popular tire is the VRM140. It's designed for soft to intermediate environments. All knob tires are available in the most popular motocross and off-road sizes as well. The VRM308R Trials is the perfect choice for real technical conditions, and it's now available in a new force model for racing or recreation riding big four strokes. The newest addition is the V-Line Do-All VRM340, a heavy-duty off-road tire that is DOT approved. Most of the tires are available in the new slow-rebound tacky compound for extremely technical environments. It's V-Rubber and the tacky tires, the choice of Sherco off-road. Racers say when using a tacky, it's almost like cheating. It's V-Rubber. 
With no speed limits, no tickets, and no left-turning minivans, Track Addicts Track Days allows you to experience the performance of your sport bike in a safe and fun environment. Track Addicts Track Days offers a variety of programs, ranging from their new rider school to their advanced group sessions for experienced track riders. Get all the details at trackaddicts.com. That's trackaddix.com. Or call Ducati Omaha at 402-408-4400. Learn to ride your sport bike the way it was meant to be ridden with Track Addicts Track Days. It's a fact. The best you've ridden is the best you know. Until you've ridden Racetech suspension, you haven't experienced the best suspension possible. Racetech is the science of suspension for ATV and UTVs, motocross, freestyle, and stunning, off-road, supermoto, road race, sport bikes, cruisers, touring, and vintage bikes, as well as adventure riding. With gold valve kits to upgrade your stock forks and shocks and our G3S Custom Series shocks, you too can have the Racetech suspension advantage, and it's all made in the USA. For more information about Racetech products and applications, visit our website at Racetech.com. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10, right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. If you're passionate about riding motorcycles both off-road and on, check out the full line of Yamaha Dual Sports at Hicklin Power Sports. The Yamaha TW200 features Yamaha's famous reliability, electric start, an ultra-low seat, and comfortable fat tires, making it one of the industry's simplest to ride motorcycles. The Yamaha XT250 offers the same ultra-dependable, user-friendly performance, but in a more versatile, powerful, and lighter weight package. And for riders who like to take their fun off-road more than on, there's the high-performance enduro-derived Yamaha WR250R, featuring long-travel suspension and advanced high-end design. Whatever your budget or riding style, Yamaha has a dual-sport model that's right for you. For more, visit YamahaMotorsports.com today. Then visit Hicklin Power Sports and Grimes to see the new 2017 models from Yamaha, the first name in dual sports. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long sleeves, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. Don't wait another minute for that new dream home you've always wanted. I'm Tony Wink for Jack Daly on Construction. For 66 years, the Daly on family has been building custom homes, existing home remodeling, and adding on for customers across central Iowa. The Daily Ons will offer you one-on-one attention that the big builders simply can't. They'll walk you through the process so you'll get the home that you want. Jack works well with your plans or can show you from his library of over 1,200 house plans. He'll make your dreams a reality. Call the Daily Ons at 515-321-5225. Tell them you heard about them on Pit Pass Radio and receive 5% off the price. Jack Daly on Construction, serving Iowa since 1946. Hey, this is Matt Bonnie, and you listen to Pit Pass Radio. I miss Matt Bonnie. I haven't talked to him in a while since he retired in 2011 with a broken femur. Well, Matt Bonnie retired in 2011. Mm-hmm. Think about that. I know. That was like 9, 10, 15 years ago. It was less than that. Actually. Seven. Thank you, Jack. You're welcome. Oh, well, wow, now Jack is paid. quick it's, with the math. I know he's getting paid. Not only talking. can he, not only, yeah, not only is he a producer, he's a math whiz. <laughs> yes, I am. That's my Jack boy. Clearly not a motocrosser. <laughs> oh, hey, you're listening no. to Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, part of the Front Porch People Network. Appreciate that. Uh, next up on the program, and we actually have guests. Um, returning superstar that he is, Thad Duvall joins us. Thad, how are you? I'm good. Just uh, trying to live the dream, I guess you could say. Are you living your dream, though? Yeah, that's it. Some people uh, would say that. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, it keeps getting better and better. For, for well, I'm telling you this. On this end of the phone, buddy, 
This ain't what I always dreamt about in study hall. No, Just it isn't. Saying. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you wanted to run away and join the circus. Well, guess what? You found the circus. I did, actually. Uh, Thad, Thaddeus, congrats on a good season. You had two wins, Steel Creek and is the John Thaddeus? Penton. Is it Thaddeus? It, it is yep. Thaddeus. Um, you're having a good season in GNCC. Um, and not only GNCC, but uh, you're you're just having a good your good season. Talk about it. Yeah, for sure. It's been uh, been super good. Um, got a couple wins in the GNCCs, and then uh, winning national throws. And um, yeah, everything was going good. Uh, you know, there was only a couple points that great. And uh, me and Caleb for the championship in the GNCCs, and then just um, had a weird crash at snowshoe and actually crashed out and. I wrist up again that I had messed up last year. So kind of lost some points there, but you know I feel like I'm uh, back to 100% now and uh, ready to get back to it. Uh, actually, I'm in Michigan this weekend for a national enduro, and then we start back up at the GNCC the following weekend. So I'm excited to get back to going and hopefully uh, cap off some more wins. The, the, uh, the, the summer break that GNCC takes is uh, unique to any other series, I think. Um, or at least any that I that we know about that at a professional level. What do you think of that break? Obviously, in the summertime, it would get so dusty and hot that um, you know. It, but it's just it's the opposite. Most series would run during the summer when kids are out of school, that sort of thing. Not GNCC. They they do it in the spring early, you know, around Daytona time or right before it even, and then they run into uh, late October. I think it's even. Uh, I'm not sure when the Ironman is, but it's. I'm going, but I'm not sure when it is. It's late October, yeah, so yeah, late October. Yeah, it's so late this year. it's cold. Yeah. It's going to be cold in Indiana. I mean, so it, it was, it, you know, it's it's always wet and muddy down there when we start, and then uh, when yeah. we finish, it could be snowing. You don't know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but no, it, it's uh, it's cool. You know, there's uh, they, um, a lot of the kids are on summer break, so they they don't have to travel every weekend, and you know, racing for two three hours is pretty brutal when it's 90 to 100 degrees outside so um it, it, it kind of stinks for me because i feel like i i'm just now getting warmed up about the time the summer break always comes but uh, luckily enough for me we had the summer break right after i got hurt so i had some time to heal up but um yeah it's cool that they they break it up a little bit because usually some of the races in the fall um turn out to be really good races with good dirt and um not so extreme um conditions so yeah, it's uh, it makes for a long summer, and you're kind of anxious to get back going. You take a take a week or two off, and then it's it's right back to the program and back to working hard and looking forward to the last four GCCs. What about the Moose Run? We're now called the race again because they lost their their sponsorship. Um, that always Bill, bothers me when it's named after a company. It'd right? been a long time though. Long was, time. Was, yeah. Look at the flag over there snickering in the corner. What do you like? <laughs> Step up, boy, if you want to. We got a, we got a fly rep in our, in the house here, Todd. So he's <laughs> That's uh, good. yeah, I know. He said he goes, hey, he's a fly guy, and I see. Yeah, we know, we know. Just, what, just <laughs> right after we took the fly swatter out of the studio, <laughs> but he's still here. <laughs> Clever, but no, I've I never I've never been able to do the miss run. I've done the OMA a couple of the OMA series a couple of times, right? Um, but I never was able to make it out there, but I always heard, like, the crazy stories about how gnarly it was and how you go from, like, first gear, mud holes and tight stuff to, like, racing across 500 yards cornfield as fast as you can go. Further so. than 500 yards. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them completely yeah. pinned. 
Yeah, it's it's neat. It's Jason Thomas won it last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy for sure. It was. I raced it. It was a good time. I was I was leading the old man class, the thirty class, and uh, by a long ways, <laughs> which is really hard to do. <laughs> Says Scott, that's never raced. Shut your mouth. Um, but by God, I've announced the hell out of it. And then I ended races. up in a mud hole, yeah. and it's just that's how it goes. That's <laughs> that's that race. Um, yeah. So the National Enduros uh, and some of the other stuff you're doing. Uh, are you doing full gas? Uh, actually, no. But I just um, I did one two weeks ago or three weeks ago. It was just kind of a warm up race to try to get back in the swing of things, seeing how the rest was, and actually it went pretty pretty well. Um, Josh Strang, like he made, he was he was able to win, and I was in like the second. So. And then uh, the following weekend, we went to uh, the National Enduro, and I was able to win there. So it was a good warm-up race for sure. That Duval, our guest, this portion of our show brought to you by Fly Racing. Upload your picks to the fly wall. Uh, have you done that yet, then? Have you put uh, any picks up on the fly wall at flyracing.com? I don't, think, I don't think I ever have, but I think I, I think I might have had a couple pictures naked up there. Oh, people that p- maybe sure. picks that people took of you or, or maybe they put up or maybe actually in their catalog yeah yeah, yeah for sure are you in their catalog are you in the fly racing catalog yeah i think i'm actually luckily enough to be in there for sure now, i know you, i was last year do you get paid for that or you just get maybe some free pants uh, uh, just a couple free pants <laughs> free pants okay. not, not the whole outfit no. not the whole set <laughs> not the whole kit just the pants we're gonna charge you just twice as much for the jersey yeah but your pants are free yep <laughs> that sucks yeah. that's funny <laughs> no anyway so the fly uh the fly wall is available folks on flyracing.com how about okay. the bike you're riding let's give them a little little juice yeah for sure you know uh enough i was able to sign with the uh, factory husqvarna rockstar team last year and uh you know we've able to go into this year um the fx 350 i i i prefer the 350 a little bit better more than the 450 i do have both um i i feel like the 350 is a little better for the woods not so powerful um but i do en- enjoy riding the 450 also and then um actually i just just got back from california just a couple of days ago I was, I was out testing uh the new 2019 so um super excited about them um i have another year with rockstar uh next year so i'm excited to uh, Get on the new bike. The new bikes are on. It's some of the best bikes I think I've ever rode. So I kind of spoiled myself going out there and riding them, and then now having to ride this year's model. So we'll uh, we'll get through there and get on the 19s and go from there. So is the four stroke your pick of the bike, or uh, have you tested any of the two strokes? Um, I, I've never tested the two stroke. Um, uh, I, I've rode I've rode a 300 at six days and 16. Um, but I heard the the newer the newer models are are pretty cool, and I, I really like the design of them. And I heard the new three hundreds are are really good. So I haven't been able to test the two strokes, but if I if I had the choice to test one, I think it'd be the three hundred. I just so many good things about them and how fun they are to ride. And I think it'd be really fun just to have one to ride. And you know, I live in West Virginia, so it's pretty pretty big mountains and stuff, and there's kind of like some extreme riding around here. And, I think it'd be cool to have one just to rip around on those for sure. So when you say extreme, do you mean like just a like a huge X in front of Treem, or do you mean like an EX Treem? Like an EX Treem? Ooh, man, that's that is extreme. Um, <laughs> the uh, the three hundred, the TPI is that what they call it? The fuel injected that 
how cool is that? A fuel injected two stroke. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Um, yeah, they they had one out there in the race shop when I was out there this week. Um, Colton Hicker, he he rides one, so I kind of was snooping around, checking out some cool things on it, and they're they're really cool for sure. Hey, so I was at the I was at a uh, KTM dealership today, and a couple of KTM guys came in, and, and they're uh, just customers, riders, right, motocross guys. And this kid said he's been riding the three fifty; he's really into it. And uh, these guys are known to buy the the best of it. I mean, they have they're motocrossers, but they'll have like they'll buy Mike Alessi's old bikes. They'll buy like anything yeah. they get their hands on. They'll spend money. And they always get the factory edition of the KTMs. So I said, what do you do about the 350? And he said, I'm, tr- I'm trying to get my hands on a K- KTM 350 factory edition, but they're not. They're only available in Europe. Um, what do you know about that? Do you think you'll ever see them bring factory? And does Husky has a factory edition too, right? Or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the factory edition um, 450. So I, I think it'd be cool for a 350 because I have a, I have a lot of guys Inquire about 350, and um, you know, I have, I know a bunch of people who want wants to spend the money on a factory edition, but doesn't want the whole 450 power. So yeah. I think it'd be, I think it'd be awesome if they had a, a 350 edition or even a 250 factory edition at that. Um, so you know, I think that the 350 would be in a step in the right direction for sure for people who didn't want the whole 450 power. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that'd be cool for a future uh, profile for sure. Thad, there was a time when we were having you on the program and you weren't doing well. You, yeah, <laughs> you, you, we've had you on for a long time, and uh, you were on a different brand, and I don't think it had anything to do with the brand. I don't know, it was something personal or or, or something within yourself or whatever it is. But man, I'm really, I'm really excited for you and and, and to see that you're, you know, not only are you you hanging in there, you're doing really well. You're winning races. You know, and, and had you not had that mishap, you, you could have been a championship guy this year. Not saying you still couldn't, but uh, but you know what I'm saying. It's it's uh, yeah. You've you've done no, real I, well for yourself. I'm proud of you. Yeah, for, for thank you very much. It's just um, I, I think it took me longer to figure things out for myself than what I wanted to be. But um, now that I am, it, it's it's even sweeter, like a bittersweet for me. Yeah. It's just you know, I've had to learn the hard way, and, and you know. Things don't come easy like I thought they would. So humility, with, right? Yeah, absolutely. So with maturity and you know, it, when you work so hard and, and win races, that's when it's like it pays off. And I wish I would have seen that. Yeah, a while ago for sure. Sure. But to do it now, it's it's even better, and I feel like I'm at a really good place in my life, and you know things are working really well, and. You know, me and my wife are expecting a kid soon, so it's like everything's just falling into place right now, and I'm I'm super excited about what the future holds for sure. Well, I'll tell you, there's there's been a lot of guys that we've talked to over the years, and industry folk or whatever. You know, be, having done the show for 15 years, folk industry folk. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, that they, they have, uh, you know, they've talked about believing in you and 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 just waiting for you to find what you found. So yeah, I think you're a championship guy, and I think I think you're going to get there. I really do. Amen. Yeah, thank you very much. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited. You know, I felt like I had the championship run in me last year. Yep. And then just just the whole six days injury kind of ruined that. So, it was, you know, it was redemption this year. You know, I'm still I'm still in the championship hunt. I feel like, but it's just it's it's going to take something catastrophic for me to get back in, get back into the, the I guess the whole big fight of it. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, to, to be outside looking in, being like, oh, you know, I feel like I'm a championship competitor. I, I want to put in the work and I want to win for sure. So it, it, that's a good feeling showing up at the race, showing that I have what it takes to win and be a championship contender. You are a championship contender, Thad. We love you and uh, appreciate you being available whenever we want to have you on. And that's often, obviously, but uh, it's yeah. always good to talk to you, brother. Yeah, I love, I love being on the show. I just hear about all the people that's been on the show before. So to be selected to be on the show, it, it's quite an honor. So I really Especially when the guys from Western Power Sports are in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Potential sponsor, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, for, uh, keeping me, keeping yeah. me fresh every weekend and looking uh, fly. Double. <laughs> he does look great out there. <laughs> look at it. Keeping them looking fly. Looking I wear fly on me, not so much. <laughs> You've been wearing the same gear for the last three years. Though, That's because it's all that will fit him. Colors, man. Yeah. He's correct. Yeah, thanks, bud. Uh, best of luck. Thank you very much. Best to your family, okay? Thad Duvall uh, heads to the pits. We'll be back. Open segment coming up next. This portion of our show brought to you by the light hydrogen racewear that Fly has perfected. Yeah, you, you've heard about it. You need to check it out, man. It's uh, the new BOA system. has got everything dialed in. Adjustability, a dialed-in fit. It's something that you need. If you want confidence from what you race and what you ride, this is an answer I can help you with. It's called Fly Racing. Check it out. Flyracing.com. I'm Jessica Patterson, women's motocross champ, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. With the tremendous amount of horsepower and torque created by modern dirt bikes, today's racewear must withstand tremendous forces. It must breathe well, be lightweight and protective, yet still durable. Fly Racing created its Evolution 2.0 racewear to fulfill these requirements. Evolution 2.0 features the industry's first BOA closure system race pant designed to provide custom comfort, smooth, even closure, no pressure points, and simple one-handed adjustment. Add to that the Evolution 2.0 ProFit Advanced Ventilation Jersey and Premium Race Glove, and you have Generation Next racewear, built to withstand the extreme conditions created by the modern dirt bike. For more information, visit flyracing.com. It's much more than a piston company. Wiseco now offers a full line of quality performance products, including forged pistons, precision forged clutch baskets and hubs, crankshafts, camshafts, forged connecting rods and valves. At Wiseco, we offer accessories for just about any motorcycle, ATV, snowmobile, personal watercraft, outboard marine engine, or automobile on the market today. After 70 years in the business, Wiseco has established a great reputation as a brand that can be trusted to deliver high-quality performance products for power sports enthusiasts and professionals. Wiseco. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10 right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Passionate about riding motorcycles off-road and on? Well, visit Hickam Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa and see the full line of 2017 Yamaha Dual Sports. From the simple-to-ride electric start TW200 to the nimble, lightweight XT250 to the racing-derived performance of the WR250R, Yamaha has your ride. Visit Hickam Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa today. Yamaha, the first name in dual sports. Hickam Power Sports in Grimes. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, I protection long sleeves long pants gloves and boots don't drink and ride it's illegal and dangerous what's up this is brian deegan the general of the metal militia you're listening to pit pass radio that's what's up
All right, welcome back to the show. Some uh, valuable studio time with her in-studio guest. And uh, we have Matt George in here, Mike's brother. Uh, do you remember Mike George? <laughs> the All-Star. The, the yeah, All-Star, All-Star wrestler. wrestler. Yeah, yeah, great oh, yeah. big guy. Uh, did he, did he no, wrestle Ru- Rufus R. Jones? Or brother Mike. Sure he did. Yeah, Baron Von Rasky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, Baron <laughs> Jim Rashke is a friend of mine, which is weird. Um, the claw, the, the claw, iron claw. Right? The iron yeah, claw. Yeah. Yeah, he's put it on oh, me, yeah. and I, I for, I don't know why, but I couldn't feel the effect of the uh, claw. Well, go he's down, gotten older. So if he's you go down to High Life Lounge. They have old black and whites of these old yeah. wrestlers. Yeah. Is it High Life or is it is it the one right next? To, whatever. The, they're, they're conjoined. The yeah. yeah. What about Handsome Harley Race? Harley is a great friend of mine. Yeah. Lives in, in Bob Elton, Missouri. Bob Geigel's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but even the original announcer for yeah. um, for pro wrestling in the Midwest <laughs> out of Kansas City, uh, Bill Kirsten is a friend of mine. He really does know all these guys. That's, yeah. It's the crazy. And the WWF guys. Yeah, they he's come introduced me to some. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And the MMA guys, the uh, yeah. UFC guys, Randy Couture. I mean, I, I know because we've hung Man, out. You hang around with a rough crowd. Scott. No, no. What's weird is that they are the the most congenial people I know. Mm-hmm. That's a big word for Scott too. <laughs> it is congenial. Uh, but but the thing of it is, um, they have nothing left to prove. Okay. No. Uh, your your pro guys that went to uh, MMA or excuse me, from MMA to pro wrestling, turned out to be some great workers, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny Shamrock was is a, is a perfect example of a guy that went from mixed martial arts to pro wrestling and made himself a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. And they're all huge race fans. They are. They love racing. You'd be surprised how much crossover there is mm-hmm. between wrestling and racing. It's amazing. Well, it's kind of a violent sport. Well, I don't know if really. it's the violence. I think it's the anticipation of speed. And uh-huh. that's that's what I got this uh, this last weekend in Davenport. I saw some incredible racing um, at all levels. By the yeah. way, um, yeah, the 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 modern guys, um, and there were two classes of modern, mm-hmm. right? Right. What were they? Well, you had to open pro amateur, right? Same bikes, different caliber rider. Okay, different caliber rider. Mm-hmm. But what I noticed is the the speed between let's say the top five guys mm-hmm. or top four guys mm-hmm. uh, was outstanding. I mean mm-hmm. that was yeah. dang good racing. Yeah. Um, and then even into the vintage, the, the board trackers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> once you got them all running, mm-hmm. I was uh, I was amazed. <laughs> it's a bit of a challenge, right? It is. Yeah. Oh yeah. What is uh, they they have a four wheeler with a roller, roller on the front. Yeah, and they push them. Pusher man. Yeah, mm-hmm. the pusher man. And there were a couple bikes that didn't want to go straight. They mm-hmm. wanted to go a little sideways on the <laughs> on the dude, and I felt bad for him. But mm-hmm. overall, I thought it was a great, great weekend of racing yeah. that uh, you guys put on. Tony, nice job out of you. It was, it was, it was so even-handed. Um, it's almost like you knew how it was going to go and what it looked like at the end, and we were just beginning. Well, we'd been there, <clears throat> done that. Oh yeah, and Matt. Well, you went over there the year before you took it over. Correct. And I watched, and, and then I, I yeah. and I said, how can I make it worse? And I did, <laughs> and then we got better at it. But you've got a big race this weekend. I want to talk yep. about it. Yeah. Saturday oh, oh, night, oh, Knoxville. Knoxville. Yeah. Knoxville. Yeah. Right. September 8th, Saturday yep. in Knoxville, Iowa. That's and, right. and it's going to be – obviously, the track's going to be great because yep. that's – That's what they're known it's, for. It's fast. It's it's yeah. almost – honestly, it's kind of sometimes scary fast. Right. But – What's it cost to get in? What time does it start? Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks for adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ten dollars for teens. Mm-hmm. Twelve and under is free. Are we uh, credentialed? Yeah, you okay. are. Nice. Are you going? I don't know that. Well, because you were talking about XR seven fifties, and I have one. Oh boy. And I was just want 
So you if you wanted to, to go you, for a ride, you, you want me to run it? <laughs> no, I want you to go for a ride with me. No, you don't want to do that. Doing the two up, <laughs> the, 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 the two up, the yeah. slowest, the slowest, pa- uh, the slowest lap on the track. No, it won't be if, the slowest. If, lap. if I'm on the back end of your bike, but it will be the slowest lap of the day. I Only, took my road glide around or whatever. I, road yeah, glide? What is yeah. that bike? I don't know. The power the big, glide? No, the big uh, maroon bike. Lecker, no, it ain't. No, Lecker. it's an ultra. Glide. classic or whatever yeah <laughs> it's a harley whatever it is it's the a cvo yeah my dad's bike yeah um i took that thing around around uh um davenport, davenport and then springfield had a deal where you could pay ten dollars right. i did not do that to yeah. go around springfield are we right. can we ride our choppers around knoxville for ten dollars to to uh i, don't I mean the liability there has got to be huge you should take that mm-hmm so what you're saying is charge somebody that just wants to take a lap around the famed Knoxville dirt track. That's what Springfield did, and there was a ton of people. At, at yeah, ten, ten bucks. I mean, that's that, that's uh, creating a bit of a, a, a legacy a li- for yourself. Yeah, and probably a bigger liability than probably. legacy, though. Yeah, because <laughs> they got steel guardrails, right. and there's gaps between them steel guardrails. Oh, they'll cut your hand off. We we literally had uh, Adam Lundstrom, uh, Kawasaki. It's been five, six years ago. Uh, they were running in a pack, and the front rider blew his motor up, and Adam rear-ended him, oh went boy. over the handlebars. Oh, my God. Stuck his foot in between the guardrails. No, 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 no. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He was hurt for a long time. It, and it, and it, the boot stuck, and he was still doing about 70 mile an hour when it, when his foot went oh in the guardrails. Oh, my God. No. It peeled his sock off, and it peeled all the skin off both sides of his ankle. Oh, yeah. My. It didn't break his foot, but it puffed up. Yeah. yeah it swelled up real fast. Oh, my. But, How's he doing now? Oh, he's he's fine now. Did he ever get yeah. the boot back? Yeah. <laughs> well, we... Was it an Alpine Stars? We put Did it Jason on... Jason sell it to him? <laughs> we put it on eBay after that. <laughs> the luckiest boot ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it it's a... Yeah, the guardrail... Honestly, the well, guardrail. It's, it's, it's a car feels. track. Let's face it; it's yeah, a race it, car track, and it's and it's kind of scary at times. I had a, my my father's one of my father's mechanics, Dan Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Okay, he would go down and push start cars. That's mm-hmm. what he would do, and then he also was the fireman on the third turn. Mm-hmm. One year, he got run over by a race car. Mm-hmm. Okay, a couple years later, after he's recovered, he went down. He was fireman on the third turn, got run over and killed. Mm. on the third turn mm. i'm thinking dude you should have picked the fourth uh turn but that yeah. third turn is a son of a gun yeah it's it's son of a gun but well, i remember watching shana <clears throat> texter <clears throat> uh win down there with her ponytail flying and just the crowd was on its feet yeah uh what are your anticipations as far as uh crowd goes and, and you're thinking it's, five six seven seven thousand no probably not and in the weather will have a lot to do with it but yeah. the one thing is knoxville I've seen it rain there. Four hours later, we're on the racetrack. You know, if it rains early, say even even at two, three o'clock, I've we'll ridden my motorcycle in. down there, dude. Yeah. Um, that'll be the last time I ever ride to Knoxville because <laughs> that ride home yeah. is filled with deer, yeah. uh, cold, cold yeah. bugs, yeah. and you're trying to keep up with your buddies, and all the while you're just shaking. Yeah. You yeah. know, you're just so cold, but the yeah. racing is hot. Yeah, oh. it's it's good racing. Are they good people to work with in Knoxville? Yep great people who's the boss there now john mccoy is the race director okay and that's who i use i deal pretty much with him uh kendra jacobs i think she's like in pr there yeah, advertising pr yeah 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 she doesn't understand what we do on this show 
And neither do we, for that matter. Right. Oh, see, that, that sounds familiar. Neither I, do I. I think she listens to the <laughs> I show. I clearly She's don't know what we're doing tonight. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, what, what are the times? Uh, Five o'clock practice and seven o'clock's the race. What time do the uh, gates open? The gates will open at 5 o'clock for okay. Grandstand. Okay, yeah. Grandstand gates open yep. at 5. And uh, if you want to get down there early and check out barbecue, there is a wonderful oh, yeah. restaurant just north yep. of the uh, – just on the other side, if you're if you're standing in the middle of it, uh, just look at where the, uh, the Hall the, of Fame, the towers in the Hall yep. of Fame are. Right, yep. it's right behind it. It's right behind it, mm-hmm. and by God, mm-hmm. they listen to KXNO down there. Are, is this mm-hmm. is it actually inside the track? No, I need to know about this barbecue. Is it no. actually inside the track? Or am I going to have to no. leave my post no, to no. go to this thing? You'll have to no. go there first. Eat, get your face all filthy with barbecue mm-hmm. sauce as you normally do, yeah. and then you know get a towelette, a moist towelette. Oh, that's nasty! <clears throat> I know, mm-hmm. but you know, mm-hmm. and it tastes so good. I love that barbecue. Mm. Mm. So, uh, Matt, we're gonna we're gonna uh, join <laughs> you down there uh, this weekend again, Saturday, September eighth, at uh, Knoxville Raceway. Yep, and it's a famed racetrack. I mean, I've worked with some great names down there over the years yeah. in race car, but also motorcycling. Yeah. Um, I was was there a race there last year? I don't. No. So. no, no, the last year they had was 2014. That's what I thought, yeah. and, and I, it, I didn't, I didn't quite understand why because it was received so well. I don't know. It was you tried they, though, right? They, well, they Knoxville did that, and I helped them with it, but they they had to deal with AFT on it, and I don't know how they they couldn't get together on it. Okay. That's all I know. But they got together this year. No, with no. you, with, with me. you. That's yeah, what, with that's me the they did. That's all with, that matters. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's you're, what you're Matt George. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Last I looked, I was. Jason Heitrider joins us from Western Power Sports, uh, a, a distributor of so many great brands, including Fly Racing, uh, Cinco Tires, and Wiseco, and others. But uh, Jason, how are you? This has been an absolute honor to be here. So I, I know it's, it's you walk into a room, you think you're going to see an exciting program but you see guys sitting in the room talking to themselves for a couple hours Old absolutely guys, actually i was hoping there was a couch in the corner that i know it, it's too. so nice and quiet in here and it's just and then i get to listen to you in my ear it's, <laughs> it's phenomenal how can people find out more about uh, fly racing and uh, western power sports well they can go on to flyracing.com right uh you can look us up on uh on facebook instagram your local dealership. There you go. That's the most important one. Absolutely. Your local shops. I I love supporting your local dealership. And I like you a lot. I'm glad you uh, were able to come in. I'm sorry I've been so quiet. I know. I've been taking it all in. <laughs> What's the wink for, Scott? <laughs> anyway, Jason, thank you so much, Matt. Appreciate you coming in, buddy. Appreciate your leadership in our sport for all these years. Uh, for Tony Wink, uh, Roman Avita, PJ Duran, I'm Scott Casper saying thank you for listening. Big uh, tip of the cap to Eddie Kulenkamp. Uh, on the program. Also, Chris Bishop, Tommy Boy Halverson, Jack, and Leanne DeLeon. For all of us, I'm Scott Casper speaking. Have a good one. We'll talk to you next week on Pit Pat's Motor Racing Weekly. May I have your attention, please? Excuse me. Are you listening to me? Thank you. The preceding was an exclusive presentation of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, a division of Pit Pass Radio LC. Any use of this copyrighted material without the express written consent of Pit Pass Radio LC is strictly prohibited.
Hey there, and welcome to the Joy of Paddle podcast, hosted by me, Minter Dial, a veteran of the paddle tennis world, and sponsored by Paddle 1969. Whether you're a paddle tennis aficionado, just beginning, or have never even heard of paddle, or padel, as it's called in North America, this is an exhilarating new show that delves into the captivating stories of notable paddle personalities worldwide. In its inaugural season, you'll be treated to exclusive anecdotes, valuable tips, life lessons, and humorous moments shared by esteemed professional paddle players, industry insiders, and passionate paddle enthusiasts. With each season aligning with the Pro Tour, you can anticipate two engaging episodes per month. The Joy of Paddle Podcast is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, where you can find other great shows in a number of categories, such as sports, health and wellness, true crime, and fiction. To find out more about Evergreen Podcasts, go to www.evergreenpodcast.com. Vamos! Vamos!